Hey, welcome to the Tuesday show. My name's Ultra D. And I'm Jimmy C. How's everybody going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. We're going to talk about a few things. The first one is Dominican Republic. Does it That's say right. Dominic and Republic? Uh, it shouldn't. There shouldn't be a space in there. We'll figure that out. There's no space. That's just the font. Just a weird it's font. Just the font being weird. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to talk about that a little bit because we were there this past weekend. We're going to talk about a bunch of results. There were several tournaments to discuss. We will talk about Summit of Power nominations, which are currently open. That's right. We're going to talk about Texas Showdown this coming weekend. And then, I don't know. Then FTC I don't News, know. FTC News, et cetera, you know, et cetera, et cetera, Vegito, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, there's, a, there's another percentage of Goku increases. <laughs> is it a Goku or is it a Vegeta? Or is it a Vegeta I thought it was both. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. I'm not I can't, confident I can't in that, that at all. Sense. If it ends with an O, then it could be the combination of them. So. Yeah, no, I don't know. <sighs> oh, man. I'm not confident in that at all. Let's that's, talk about... That's right. Did you see the movie this morning? Yes, I did. Okay, okay, I did okay. see the movie Well, this we'll save it to the end in case anyone wants to drop off before spoiling. Oh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Okay, it's fine. okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, let's talk about the Dominican Republic. We were there. We went there for game over tournament. Yeah, essentially for the first time. You were there very My briefly. family and I went on a Caribbean cruise a million years ago, and we stopped off for half of a day in one port in the Dominican Republic. Right. And I don't even remember which town it was. Right. So it was fun, but I wouldn't consider that like being in the Dominican Republic. So. Right, especially at an age at which you can process it. Right? Uh, you know, I wasn't <laughs> a baby. I was probably 15 or 17 oh, or something. Oh, okay, you know, okay. I was okay, a teenager, okay, for sure. Okay, so. gotcha. That's uh, 20 years ago, though, so. Hey. It's more than that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, anyway, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about it. So we were there for the event for Game Over Tournament. We were flown out to do it. Thanks to everybody for, for that. Mm -hmm. uh, before we talk about the event, let's talk about Santo Domingo. Yeah. Um, I mean, not even just Santo Domingo itself, but I kind of just want to talk about the FGC down there as well. Yeah, for sure. But um, before we get to that, I mean, it's a beautiful place. It's, it's really Oh, nice. man, yeah. It's, it is very pretty. Uh, the area that we were in was on the coast. It was like, mm -hmm. you know, right on the beach, right next to Avenida George Washington, which was like, the, it's like the name of the street that right. runs along the coast there. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And um, yeah, definitely pretty. You know, there's there are palm trees and very blue Caribbean water and uh, mm -hmm. shallow in some places. And the coastline, there are areas that have really nice sandy beaches. The area right in front of our hotel was really rocky, but mm -hmm. it was still like a very pretty looking kind of rocky formation. Right. You know, it's the yeah. kind of thing where like the water comes in, the ocean comes in and it like splashes up like through the little holes <laughs> in, the, in the rock. Like it's, it's really pretty for sure. Yeah. And even just like uh, the first night we were there, um, you know, shout outs to Octavio and Jennifer. They really took care of us this whole weekend and yeah. took us around and picked us up from the hotel and everything like that. But um. <clears throat> They had, um, we also went to La Zona Colonial, which is just like an outdoors or just like a restaurant kind of nightlife area. The Colonial Zone. The Colonial Zone. Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, flexing my No, you're right. You're right. I just you want know? to help people with the easy translation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's a really nice area as well. Yeah. And it's, it's really interesting because you get to walk by a lot of very, very like, um, old school buildings like you can just tell these buildings have been there forever the architecture the history that and city is like 500 that. years old 
Yeah. It's older than 500 years old. It's the first uh, city founded by Europeans in the Americas. And, well, it's the oldest continuous city founded right. by Europeans in the Americas. Anyway, 500 years old, founded in the late 1400s. Uh, you know, that's the a level of history there. The amount of history there is, like, hard for somebody from our area to comprehend. Right. Our country is not even that old. Uh, no, it's, right? it's half you know? that old. <laughs> right. It's, it's half that old. Uh, that's not wild for people from most of the world. You know, if you think about it, like most countries on earth have a, a history that goes back more than 200 years. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of deprived when it comes to that. Right. So, but it, it is, it's very interesting to see. And, and the ancient buildings are still in use in many cases. There's a cathedral there that was the first one built in the Americas mm-hmm. that uh, is still in use. And the buildings in that whole area, people live in them. Mm-hmm. You know, people have restaurants in them, right. which is what we ate at. And, like, you it's, know, it's pretty crazy. It's even more difficult to comprehend you know how old things are sometimes especially for a guy like me who's only lived in southern california yeah and let me tell you there's nothing old in southern california an, an old relative. an old building is from the 30s maybe right. in uh-huh. socal yeah like that's the one thing that like is missing from southern california you know i've often talked about how much i love southern california etc yeah. etc et there's not a lot of history like you're not going to see those old 300-year-old building architecture kind of In point of, thing. of fact, you can see 300-year-old buildings because that's how old the missions are. Okay, but, okay. But uh, there are not many of those. Right, not exactly. Those. I mean, even at least when you go to the East Coast, there's some, you know, old New yeah. England buildings and stuff like that over there, you know, to see. But it's tough in SoCal. It's rare. It's definitely <sighs> rare. So it, it's cool to have that kind of history or to see that kind of history. We didn't get that much of a chance to check it out. Uh, I, Saturday morning, Sunday morning want to go walking over to the Colonial Zone. That from, was Saturday morning, right? Was it Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Cause sun, oh, you're right. Pretty it sure was, it was Sunday. Sunday. It was Sunday. In right. any case, uh, it, it was. it's possible to walk from where our hotel was to that zone. So I got on foot and I started walking and about 30, 40 minutes later, I thought, you know, this is crazy. I thought it was closer than it is. It's clearly not going to happen. I should just turn back around. Right. Uh, and so I turned back and I took a shower and then we went to the event. Um, then we were driving with Octavio and Jennifer, as you said, to the airport. airport the next day. And at one point I said, hey, this is where I got to. And I was walking and I turned back because we weren't at the colonial zone and I wasn't going to make it. And they started laughing. And like literally the next block, they were like, that that's wall the right there, zone. that's the yeah. start of the colonial zone right there. You, if you had walked the extra uh. one minute, you were there. I just didn't recognize it, and I didn't have internet access on my phone, so I couldn't oh, be like, hey, where am right, I in the yeah, world? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So that was kind that of a bummer. That That's a funny sense. story, okay. at least. Okay. Um, so we didn't get to see that much of the actual city. Uh, as, as usual, as I, usual. That, that's true. On Monday night, sorry, on Sunday night after the tournament ended, we went into the downtown area, and we ate at a food truck village where there are a bunch of food trucks parked. Yes. And uh-huh. that was cool. You know, we had we had a beer at the local pub there, and uh, we hung out and ate Caribbean food, and that's, Dude, that was awesome. Was, yeah, that was probably some of the best meal that I had that, that whole weekend because we got, like, like you know, the down and dirty Caribbean food. Down so. and dirty. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It was very tasty. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so we didn't get to see that much. Otherwise, uh, the event itself was held at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Uh-huh. It's pretty, pretty crazy, honestly. Uh, they, they have a really nice venue there, so that's what the event used. And in yeah, fact- they, they, they told us like they built the venue for a certain like event or something. Yeah. And after they used it for that, 
they were like, what do we do what with this do building? Do? And so they just rent it out to people and there yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, very pretty, you know, in, in a pretty area. Uh, I mean, you know, you can definitely see the poverty in the area. Mm -hmm, like, the, like mm -hmm. there, we did drive through a very fancy area at one point, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um, on the way to the food truck village. Uh, but as I was walking from our hotel to uh, what I tried to get to the Colonial Zone, you know, you definitely see even on like that main thoroughfare, there's like a lot of there's a lot of poverty, obviously. Right. So, it, you know, it wasn't it wasn't all great, but certainly the landscape is is very beautiful, and all the people were extremely friendly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean. What's interesting, um, you know, just from the FGC standpoint thing, you know, side of things, it's really big there. Like the FGC sure, is dude. really huge there. And, you know, I, I don't know if it was like that maybe a year ago before MENA RD won, but, you know, we'll get to that in just a little bit because what MENA RD did just literally changed the face of their entire esports FGC scene yeah. down there. But... They even told us that, like, down in the Dominican Republic, fighting games is the number one esport. We were having dinner with Kaba mm -hmm. Saturday night, and he doesn't really <clears throat> speak English, and we don't really speak Spanish. We have, like, a couple of years of high school and college yeah, Spanish between us, uh -huh, you know? Uh -huh. That was forever ago, as established before. And he is, he is younger than the difference in time between me and when I took high school Spanish. Or maybe he's the same age, actually, now that I think about it. So, um, <laughs> that's true. That though. is an interesting way to think about it, but it is true, yes. Uh, anyway, so we were trying to like struggle to have this conversation, and Jennifer was uh, helping mediate it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's what he said. He said that when it comes to competitive video games in the Dominican Republic, fighting games are number one. Yeah, and that's really, really cool, by the way. But you can tell, because, I mean... <clears throat> This happened with Justin, it happened with K. Brad, it happened with everybody who went down there, but it happened with us, too. Like, people there are pretty rabid about the fighting games. Yeah. And, um, like, after we finished commentating or when we had breaks, I mean, basically, we were just stopped for pictures, like, the entire time. I'm not saying that just as, like, as a, ha-ha, look at us, check us out. It was more just, that's how big it was to them, that, yeah. like, the level that, you know, you know, David and I have gone to different places before, and usually there's a few people, hey, what's going on? That's but, true. like, here it was, like, people were just, like, I never would have believed that I would be in the same room as a Justin Wong or right. as Ultra David, you know, these kind of things. It was, like, that degree. Right. And it was pretty interesting, and it was pretty crazy. And, <clears throat> and their fighting game scene is really strong, too. You know, just from the level of play that we saw there, a lot of the players there... Um, there's some really hidden gems for in sure. the Dominican Republic. And these guys are really, really... Uh, that's a great question for Shogundo. Do they have arcades down there? I don't know, but with the win money that Mena RD won, he did build a game center down there. Right. So he's built kind of like a, a gathering place for the gamers to go and play. And, you know, I was always wondering how many people are going to show up to this place. But now that I've been there, it seems like there's going to be quite a bit, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of players down here and a lot of strong players. Yeah, the, the event was full. It had seats that like pretty much took up the entire room. Mm -hmm. and, they, and they were full of people. In fact, there were people standing up behind all that. So there was a kind of standing room only situation during finals. Uh, it, was, it was full the whole time. There were people walking around. It was, and, and what was nice, too, you know, we see this more often in, in many places. It's not just uh, young adults or old adults. It's mm -hmm. it's 
kids. There's families. also there were also families there. Yeah, yeah, which was awesome to see. There's definitely the next generation coming up. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. it was really cool. Yeah, but you know, it's you know, speaking about what Men R D did, a lot of people and someone in the chat mentioned that it sounded like it looked like Game Over had really good production value. Yeah, for sure, and, man. And, and it did. And and they told us a lot of people who were there who were at the previous year at Game Over were telling us that the difference between last year and this year was gigantic. Yeah. Like it was literally just like, oh, here's the small thing and now here's this huge production with the yeah. stage and you know two things to say to that, right, is one you know, it's one thing to just say, you know what, let's try to do this next year. Let's do roving cameras like they had, you know, following the guys down the the, the aisle, the intros and all that stuff like that. And actually pulling it off. Because there's even places in the in the States that I know tournaments have tried to pull that off and it just didn't work. True. You know what I mean? They just couldn't get it, manage to get it going. But like they got that working. The, the, the setup was really nice. The room that we were in was still only even one room. There was other rooms. They had a whole bistro cafeteria section. They had a room where, um, you know, they had a League of Legends exhibition mm -hmm. match and mm -hmm. such. And so the production value was really good. So shout outs to them to not only just say, you know what, let's try to do this. You know, they actually did it. And, and, and they were very intent about asking what could we be doing better? Like they, they really want to improve. So I thought right. I think there's it was it was really good. There were some things that they can improve, and they're you know very interested in making that happen. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean from from our perspective, from the commentary production perspective, I was really happy with it, and especially happy with the knowledge that they're going to be fixing the couple complaints that I had. Yeah, yeah. yeah Every yeah. place uh -huh. that I go to, no, but no place is perfect almost. Um, so it's it's really. It's it's nice to see, to see that somebody is very actively engaged in trying to improve because there are some tournaments that have had problems for a long time and they seemed not super interested in fixing them. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. this tournament had very few problems, but really wants to fix the couple that were there. Right, so. and there was definitely some technical issues. I know at one yeah, point in time there was like a big break, and you know all of a sudden they just kind of had to fix some technical issues here and there. But yeah. You know, if you could show me any event that has no technical issues, no. I will... I Again, will, it, it, it uh, wasn't perfect, but like I said, they're very intent on fixing the couple issues that there were. Yeah, and it was streamed on a GAM stream TV uh, to answer Gucci Clone's question, so... Yeah, but um, which is their own stream. Right, which is their own stream. GAM being the, the, the group that organized that, that, you know, DRA is a part of, and, yeah. you know... Yeah. But, you know, the, on the other side of things, too, though... <clears throat> This is also a direct result of Mena RD winning uh, Capcom Cup. Because they said as soon as Mena RD won, like he came home, he was on radio shows, he was on TV, he was interviewed for papers and articles and everything. He's basically a national hero. He got stopped by just as many people wanting photographs. Oh, man. Ton of people. Mm -hmm. And when Ho Chi beat Justin Wong, for example, like he couldn't even make it across the room without being stopped by every single person in the room, you know, just being like, oh my God, great, you know, like trying to congratulate Definitely. him. Definitely. But the uh, uh, the amount of attention Mena RD brought to it, not just from the scene, but from the government itself, right? Now all of a sudden the government is paying attention, the government is like trying to help offer, and so like just the whole effort of esports fighting game community down there has like, Doubled, tripled just from that well, win. You were talking about the government. It was at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and the Minister of Sport was there. 
That's right. The ministers, right. the actual Dominican minister of sport was there. Right. So. He, he like watched the whole top Pretty eight. Pretty sick. Yeah, he fighter. apparently yeah. stayed and watched the whole thing. And apparently he had a great time too. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, even if you don't know what's going on, the crowd was just so so enthusiastic and so hype. I don't know how you couldn't have a good time. Right. And I forgot who it was. Dude, it sounded like a soccer stadium. Like yeah. I recorded a footage and I uploaded it and it was just like, you just hear everyone's like, as soon as Men R.D. like, what, what, he hit like a game winning super, everyone's like, ah, man, man. Do you remember <laughs> when Kaba beat the Berlino for the first game and they're set, they yeah, played at the beginning of top uh, eight? Uh, he had a series where he was just throwing sonic booms and then Berlino was jumping over them and Kaba was flash kicking it. And for each of those flash kicks, the room erupted. Yes. It was it was just literally for like the like the most basic projectile anti air series. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But the crowd was going wild for it. Dude, it was great. I loved it. It's like I said, that that scene down there is so passionate and so feverish for their game, for the for the for the scene. And it just it makes me excited. And, yeah, man. Yeah. On um I forgot what oh yeah, that's right. Someone was even telling us a story that like while they're driving around, men will just be sitting in the car. And like a dude on a motorcycle will walk up or will ride up and see Mena in the car and be like, Mena! Like, yeah. I mean, that's the extent yeah. of it right now uh, in, in, in the Dominican Republic. That's how big it is out there. And, you know, in, in an interesting way, you know, that makes it, it's, it's, there's a lot telling on that. And it made me that much happier that Mena RD won Capcom Cup. For Don't sure. get me wrong, I was already happy that he won that. Yeah. You know, I heard like, the money that he has, he was gonna give back to the community. I was like, okay, that's cool stuff. But now having actually seen it, like if Tokido had won, you know, nothing would have changed in Japan probably, really, honestly. It would have been kind of the expected outcomes. Right. But the fact that Mena RD won this and literally changed like the whole perception of esports and fighting games in the Dominican Republic to really affect it like that degree so that game over can have that kind of production value in my opinion is just like it it, i mean it does make me emotional like it makes me for sure it's it's great to see (sighs) concrete results like that Mm -hmm. like as you said a lot of that stuff would not just wouldn't have happened i don't know that we would have been there would we have been there maybe not probably not i don't know about probably honestly i don't know either Mm -hmm. way but it seems less likely right certainly Mm -hmm. uh so yeah to see concrete this is this is the direct result kind of thing, uh, is is really good and it's great to see it in person too and and to have like a like a personal engagement with how positive the the changes have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and it just kind of brings to attention as well that how hard it is for some of these guys to make it off the island to play. Yeah, you know, we saw. So we'll get to some of the player names when yeah. we get there, but there were some amazing players. You know, throughout the turn, through all the games, yeah, <laughs> sure. uh, guys who easily could compete with the top players that yeah. are out there right now. I think so too. And um, you know, we talked to a lot of them, and you know, you know, we know it's hard, and so we're just like, you know, how's the efforts trying to? Is it something that you want to do? And like every one of them is like, hell yeah, like I want to travel and yeah. play and everything like that. But it's just very difficult for them, and so it's just like, it's good then to have these tournaments build up in their country because then they can showcase this kind of thing and they can display this uh talent that they have so yeah it's it was great yeah i mean stream had some issues of course uh, again i mean we rec- we said that mm-hmm. uh but i also said that they seem much more intent on fixing the couple of things that were issues mm-hmm. than some at least some other people <gasps> who i've who i've met and worked with in the past right. and and even on 
Sunday, there were fewer issues than there were on Saturday, mm -hmm. which is always an encouraging sign um, that people are really are interested in improving. And again, this is a, basically a first-time effort for them yeah. going to this degree. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So the fact that they had some issues here and there, and they were still mostly able to be resolved, and they still pulled off the cool roving camera. They had a crane camera. Yeah, yeah. They had that crane camera, which they could swoop in the shots and everything like that. They had video packages that they built that's in a true. day and stuff. That's, that's right. You know? it, uh, for example, that one that showed who the top eight was going to be, uh -huh. that came out like an hour after we found out who the top eight was going to be on right. Saturday night. Uh -huh. uh, that is a super fast turnaround for that kind of thing. Yeah. So the fact that they were able to pull all that stuff off with as few issues as they did, yeah. you know, and to, to a lot of viewers at home, it's probably like, man, these are just standard issues that edit. Look, you're going to run into these things. They're all growing pains and everything like that. But the, what they pulled off on top of all that, I think, is really impressive. And, you know, I hope they can pull it off again next year. Yeah. And, you know, you know, maybe at that point in time, Game Over can be in consideration for, like, Capcom premiere event or something well, like that it really, in Latin America. It really strikes home that the CPT layout is dumb. Yeah. You know, it's obviously something that we knew and we have talked about already, mm -hmm. but it really just brings home the fact that it's really stupid. Um, we'll, we'll get to the results more in detail, but the other than the guy who ended up winning the whole thing, most of the top eight was Dominican. Right. Uh, and the other two who were not, well, so two of the ones who were not were seventh places. Mm -hmm. So, it, like, the top six was four Dominicans. You know, and just outside of top eight was all Dominicans. So it, right. there's there's... A ton, almost all Dominicans. There was, there was a ton of local talent. It's very obvious. Uh, the people who were just outside the top eight were like Mono from Puerto Rico and mm -hmm. uh, Doomsnake from Panama. Right. And, you know, <laughs> Berlino who, who, got, who got really far. He's also from that region, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, man, it's... Uh, At this point in time... Very <laughs> obviously, they needed to do something different than they did. Like, honestly, Game Over probably needs to do one more year because that's just the way that it works before it be considered for a premiere event. But that event, first attack, has really yeah. got to be looked at for, for premiere sure. event status. There's just no reason for him, for South America to be this devoid of premiere events Crazy. and raking events and, and everything. So hopefully that's something that will get fixed at some point in time. And it would be uh, great, too, if, if NRS looked at it for their stuff. Because the NRS scene there is the second biggest after Street Fighter mm -hmm. in the local FGC scene. Um, but there's, you know, IPS is just as poor when it comes to, and probably worse actually, when it comes to Latin American mm -hmm. uh, events. There's, there's the one tour that you can qualify through, but there's not, it's not kind of, there's no premieres or whatever the equivalent right. is. And, and, you know, I, I want to say something too, because, you know, like the Dominicans making four of the top six and, and stuff and, you know, some people are thinking that maybe it's because a lot of foreign players didn't go, right? But keep in mind that, you know, the foreign players that did go, they weren't, they're not bad players at all, and they didn't, you know, like Justin I mean, and K-Brad did not make it past top seven, right? And don't forget, Hochi almost beat Nemo. He was the closest person to beating yeah. Nemo to before the person who actually beat Nemo beat Nemo. Mena RD won a freaking Capcom Cup. Yeah. You cannot downplay the talent that these guys have here I mean, it's easy. It's very easy to do something like that. Like, oh, that's just, there, wasn't, there wasn't that many competition. But even if that competition came, I don't know if it would have been like three Dominicans, two Dominicans, but there would have been some of them up of there. Of course, for and, sure. You know, for and sure. it, it's the talent there is, 
you know, we've talked about this to a lot of places that we go to, like, wow, the talent is really impressive here, but I really felt like, like I even in Kuwait, someone asked me, they're like, what do you think of the talent here? And I was like, you guys have potential. You guys need a few more years. You need, you know, you're probably not strong enough yet, but you guys have great potential. Mm -hmm. Dominican Republic, I feel like they're kind of already there. Well, there's no kind of about it. They, one of them won Capcom right, Cup. Right, exactly. Conversation's so over. It's it's a different it's a different level in that area, and it was really impressive. Yeah, really. And one of them got top four at IPS last year in Justice Pro Series. Mm -hmm. Grossed it. Although uh, he's been living in Florida, he started out playing in RS in the Dominican Republic. So I would love to see both Capcom and Netherrealm look at at supporting the scene there better next year. I really think that it's yeah. worthwhile. Really deserving for them. Yeah, and it's tough, you know, obviously none of the Asian players went out there, and it's a long trip for a lot of Asian players for a ranking yeah, event. Maybe. They tried to get a bunch of them out there. They did, and I also saw some people talking on Twitter who are uh, from other other parts of the world who said that the production looked awesome and that they'll think about going next year. And that's what you got to do. Yeah. A lot of events have asked before, like, how do I get to ranking, become a ranking event? How do I do this? You know, a lot of that is is just put the work in there. But, of course, again, a lot of that credit goes to one Mena RD because I don't know if they would have been able to do that if he hadn't yep. won Capcom Cup. So, But, again, um, shout-outs to that whole entire staff, that whole entire team, a lot of guys working. Dude, so I think it was Octavio who was telling me, or it might have been Ricardo. Some One of those guys was telling me that when we were there on Sunday night after the tournament was over at 2 a.m., they cut out the lights, basically, and like we were just sitting there talking in the dark kind of for yeah. a little bit. They told me that that happened every night. That's consistent. And remember, when we first got there Friday night, they had a lot of work to be done, right? Okay. They just worked through it with flashlights on their phones. And they were like, this is normal. Like, Power comes not, out. Yeah, like, this is, like, not even weird for yeah. the fighting games. It's like, this is just That's normal. Yeah. This is what they do. When that know? occurred, everybody just took out their phone and turned on flashlight and continued their conversation. Yeah, uh-huh. And yeah. then, I, I guess, on Friday, we weren't there when, the, when it happened there. But, yeah, they just told me that they just, lights went out, whatever took out the flashlights, they just kept going. And the difference between Friday night and what we saw on Saturday morning, like, it was it was amazing. You know, they, they, they put in a lot of work there. So it takes a lot of volunteer effort like that. It takes a lot of staff. It takes a yeah. lot of dedicated people. It takes a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And I'm really proud of, you know, what, you know, what I saw there. So mm -hmm. We found out that DR Ray's name, DR Ray, we always wondered whether it was because of Dominican Republic or the fact that he's a doctor. Uh -huh. He's currently uh, in a specialty phase. He's already done the residency. Now he's mm -hmm. a special, mm -hmm. in specialty. Uh, <clears throat> it turns out it's both. It's both. DR for doctor and DR for Dominican Republic. So it's kind of a pun, really. And actually, his name is supposed to be pronounced Rai. Yeah. Because, you know, that's like Spanish. That's how you would pronounce A-Y. That's what everybody but says. whatever. Yeah. I, that's how I'm going to pronounce it from now on. So. Yeah? Rai. Yeah. DR Rai. There you go. So. The doctor. Uh, <coughs> anything else to say about it? Um, I mean, I wish I could just keep gushing about it, to be honest with you, because I really want to give them the credit that they kind of deserve. But let's move on. Let's move on to uh, other things. All right. Uh, let's talk about the results. Yeah, let's talk about the tournament itself, huh? Yeah, which I forgot to grab the results of. Oh, dang. Already, All right. So. Uh, let me see if I can grab that for you for just a second. Uh, Alright, I got it. It's my bad. Oh, I got it. Okay. Go for it. Alright, Street Fighter V. That was the headliner. Top 8. 
Seventh places were Ghost K Brad with Cami and Echo Fox Justin Wong with Menat. Fifth places were Tigers Louis Man 20 with Dalsum mm -hmm. and Rise Men RD with Birdie and Akuma. Fourth place was Hochi, Tigers Hochi with Akuma. Third was F3 Berlino with Nakali. Second place, Gam Kaba, Guile. Winner of the whole thing was CYG Beast Chris T with Ken. That's right. So, you know, speaking to... Only the, Ken as far as I saw. Yeah. And speaking to the ranking system, you know, it's like Justin and K-Brad came out here. I, did they? Did they go? I know, right? Is there a record of them actually having gone in the CPT points? One point. I don't think it. I don't think that One even. Point. I think they were. They literally didn't show up for the purposes of CPT. I know, right? It literally doesn't even really matter that much, and it's unfortunate kind of situation. It's horrible. You know, um, though. You know, talking to Justin, it's funny because we'll talk about this on the online tournament later. But he even said he's like. I'd rather go to a tournament like this and get one point than play online and get 150 points. He was like, I I get to travel more. Oh, that's, I get yeah, to okay. see a lot of things for like for, that. for non CPT yes, writers, of course, uh, exactly, you know, obviously, yeah, exactly. Obviously. He was like, I'm happy with that. He's like, I'm I'm okay life experience with that. and yeah, uh -huh, exactly. So shout out sure. to Justin for that kind of uh, that kind of. But I mean, like K. Brad was at like Tiger Uppercut or whatever, and he got ninth he, place. He got zero. Yes, <sighs> he got one point at what was it? Korea, like whatever the Korean one. Spirit fighting spirits, yeah, yeah. He got uh, one point at maybe like Saigon. Yeah, or something. And then one now. So he, what does he have, like three points? Come on. Yeah, I know. It's it's really bad. It's really bad, so. So, <sighs> that was the the result for them. Um, Another thing to mention, too, is that, you know, fifth place, Louis Mon 20, and uh, fourth place, uh, Hochi, both part of the Tiger team. If you hadn't heard of the Tiger team, that's because it's brand new, because it's Mena RD's team. Yeah. So with that money that he got from Capcom Cup, he started his own team basically to sponsor people that he knows, including his good friend Hochi and his cousin, Louis Man, who apparently was the reason why we even have a Mena RD yeah. right now. Louis Man making top six, coming down from 0-2 against K-Brad, right. Cami, and winning 3-2. Including with a perfect in one of the rounds. Right, there. with Balsam. Yeah, and he is the guy who basically taught Mena RD Street Fighter yeah. fighting games. Frustrated yeah. Mena RD so much that Mena RD just picked a character with the most health just so he could live longer. Yeah, and that was Birdie. And it was Birdie. There it is. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the origin story of Mena RD and Louis Man Twenty. Uh, really cool for Chris T. I'm super happy for him. It's a great victory for him. Mm -hmm. I also thought it was cool and interesting that he used V-Trigger 2 versus Kaba's Guile. Even though he told us afterwards, he's like, I didn't even get a chance to show why I picked it. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, he. I think he wanted to show him more of it. He did whiff punish Sobat once. Mm -hmm. He did, uh, on reaction to Kaba doing uh, Flash Kick with V-Trigger 2, which can be safe at some ranges. Oh, that's right. He did V-Trigger 2. Ken did V-Trigger 2 to, to beat that. So, I mean, there were a couple of things in there, but yeah, he did want to do more. Right. He did want to do more. But, again, another impressive 0-2 comeback. And yes. in fact, in those first two games against Kaba, it looked like he was lost. Like, yeah, he was there was busted. just nothing. And then something just clicked. And we were even talking about, like, now he's gaining information for the next set. I had no beliefs at all that he was going to make the comeback in that set, and we weren't even going to get the second set. But he did that, and he did it with some... 
crazy play. Mm-hmm. He so, was playing so, super, super well. Yeah, and it was interesting. And it was, you know, there was a lot. There was one section where he just EX uppercutted twice in a row in the middle of block strings, and he hit both of them. And, you know, you could sit there and just be like, man, what a nut, you know. But, you know, it's kind of almost discrediting. It's kind of like, you know, when, when Momochi does something crazy, everyone's like, oh, my God, he did, you know, like, it's calculated crazy. Of course. And um, Chris, his play alternating between fundamental solid play and going nuts play was such a good balance. And it was probably the best I've ever seen him control that balance. So. And honestly, one of the best I've ever seen anybody kind of control that balance. It was very good. And that's how Ken has to win. I mean, let's face it, Ken's yeah. not going to win on pure solid play, right? So Yeah, well, very few characters are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaba was obviously the fan favorite in that situation, and in the first two games, the crowd was going wild. Uh, same was the case when it was any Dominican versus anybody else. Right. Um, but in the, in the middle of the top eight, there were, the four Dominicans had to basically all eliminate each other, and Cobb was the one who came out of that. So that mm. was, it was a little bit unfortunate how it turned out, but that was because they lost to the players right. from parts of, uh, mm. elsewhere. So and and after, else to blame. after Cobb lost, too, you could see how sad their whole scene was, For sure. too. Like, they were just all sitting in the chairs, just like, oh, yeah. so, yeah. like, really... I mean, but then again, that's how much it means to them. That's right. how much their their desire to be the best is. Right. And so, you know, they'll learn from that. Kaba's mm-hmm. only 20 years old, man. He's got a long way Kaba to go. Kaba's 20. Mena is uh, 18. 18 <laughs> uh, Hochi is a little older than that. He's We heard 34. Yeah. I don't know how old Louis Man 20 is. Right. But he's somewhere in between there. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're all really good, and that was a good, good tournament. Street Fighter. Yep. Anything else to say about Street Fighter? Nope. Go ahead. Justice 2 Top 4, they have listed here. T7G, which is a local team. Mm-hmm. Top Siete Gaming. Uh, LVO Fox with Flash. Third was T7G Rafux with Black Adam Catwoman. Second place, Oscar Broly with Adam, Cyborg, Hellboy, and Michelangelo. All three of those last <coughs> ones being in a desperate attempt to be gross. Didn't work out. Right. First place, Flipside Gross. DR Gross, Black Adam. Yeah, I mean, out of all, dominant. The, all the top eights that we saw... Well, actually, no, Smash was kind of like that, too, but, like, there yeah. was definitely one very dominant player, DR Gross. And it's strange, too, because, like, they're, they're, there's a lot of NRS players down there, though apparently they're more... They're MK players. They're MK players more than Injustice players. But definitely. DR Gross definitely beat up everybody, and, in fact, when we interviewed him after he won, all he still wanted to do was talk about Dragon Ball. Which was Let's talk about Dragon top Ball. Eight. Yeah. So, Dragon Ball Fighters top eight, seventh place. <coughs> T7G, LVO Fox... With Adult Gohan, Goku Black, Vegeta, seventh places, all seventh place also Kalas with Android 18, Frieza, Vegeta. Fifth places were Shocks, 21, Cell, Vegeta, and MBD, Clantigua with Bardock, Cell, uh, regular, well, blue Vegeta. Right? SSGSS is blue. Yes. No, SSGSS is regular. No. Oh, no, no, you're right. That is blue yeah. Vegeta, yes. yes. Fourth was PEG, Chocoboy, DR with Cell, Goku Black, and Vegeta. Super Saiyan, Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Third place, Tezuka won with Android 21, Cell, Goku Black. Second place, Flipside DR Gross with, with Adult Gohan, Goku Black, Vegeta. Winner was T7G Lungster X with Cell, Vegeta, Goku Black. That Grand Finals was super good. Yes. Very, very good top eight um, for Grand Finals, especially for, for Dragon Ball Fighters. I know Super TSB happened this weekend also, so mm-hmm. for Dragon Ball fans, I'm sure that's what people are paying attention to, but... I really recommend going back and checking out the Grand Finals for Dragon Ball at Game Over Tournament because it was really close 
Both players are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was clear that Dr. Gross and Lungster X were above. Definitely the else. two best there for sure, for sure. <clears throat> and it, yeah, it was really, really close. Uh, really uh, fun, crazy decision making. There was amazing defense at some yeah. points by Lungster. There was some Goichi like defense. It was going crazy, on dude. His blocking was, was ridiculous. So yeah, I really recommend checking it out. Mm-hmm. Then Super Smash Bros. Wii U. Seven places were Naraka with Corin. Uh, and FNLGCY Mandy with Fox. Fifth was Zero Mart, maybe Omart with Captain Falcon. Fifth was also Sin Zero with Bayonetta. Fourth was LGCY Sharpiezard, who uh, we've met in the past. Mm-hmm. Charizard, uh, also Bowser. Third was Sin Shaka Omega with Mewtwo. Second place, Papin with Mario and Cloud. And winner, who basically blew everybody up, was LGCY Sonics with Sonic. Yeah, I mean, after he won grand finals, it just looked like like when he was unplugging his controllers, just like another day at the office. He he, and 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 I heard he's like super young as well, like he's still in high school or something like that. Yeah, we heard that he doesn't get to come out much. People uh, in the Dominican Republic don't have much of a chance to to grind against him, mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of figure it out, or or even help him get better because he his parents don't let him go to a lot of stuff because right, he's right. a kid basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so there you go, bunch of results. It was a good one. Uh, man, that crowd was awesome. Yeah, really Super cool. It, it makes me a little bit nostalgic for the loud scenes of my youth. Oh, like family arcade style kind of thing? Yeah, not, not even just that, but going to tournaments. I feel like tournaments nowadays in the U.S. are relatively quiet. Yeah, and e- it's... Even if you go to like a, like a biggie tournament on the east coast mm-hmm. it's still it's not like what it was like, yeah and, and, and it's a different kind of uh noise level too like in 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 the east coast tournaments it's it's all very kind of like i don't know it's it's more kind of like a like a they're loud and trash talking kind of thing like that but when you're in the dominican republic it's all support you know what i mean it's all that kind of very positive cheering and what was interesting about it is like, you know, some guy after the tournament came up to him and he's, you know, obviously Kaba was in the news recently about the whole, you know, being loud and whatever like that. And he came up to me, he was like, so, you know, I know we're loud, but you see, and I was like, dude, like, I totally get it and I prefer it and I love it. You know, Kaba being loud is not, he's not trying to disrespect the opponent. He's just cheering for his boy. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's just the way they are. They're just yeah, loud they and they're supportive. I mean, you you likened it to a sports event earlier, and I think that is pretty appropriate because mm-hmm. the way that people dealt with with it when their player was winning or losing was definitely very much like how you deal with your sports team doing well. Mm-hmm, like there mm-hmm. were heads hanging and and hand and hands on yeah, heads yeah, 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 if players yeah, didn't uh-huh. do well, but if they did do well, everybody was was out of their seats immediately and and yelling and and right. hand you know hands up in the sky and it was yeah. is very but, much like a sport. But I mean, don't get me wrong, like DR is like their crowd noise is up here, like East Coast US is pretty high. Then there's West Coast US. Oh, we suck. We, we don't want to talk God, about. God, we are a morgue. <laughs> Man. Yeah. <sighs> Excuse me. Dude, people were lifting chairs over their heads. That is true. <laughs> Some guy was just like lifting a chair. They were throwing things into the air when Kaba beat Brolinio on the comeback. Jeez, it was crazy, dude. So, yeah, people were kind of going nuts. So Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, other events? Yeah. I have Super TSB up Do here. it. All right, let's talk about Super TSB which took place at the Next Level Arcade uh, out in New York City. 
a lot of guys out there, even Super Noon traveled all the way out there, if I'm not mistaken, Indeed. you know, to compete against them. Lots of different games play. Obviously, the main game was Dragon Ball Fighters. Mm -hmm. uh, just probably mention, uh, okay, uh, wow, Lord Knight, 17th place. Yeah, it was it was. Sick. Dragon God and, I'm sorry, Lord Knight was 13th. Dragon God and Nerd Josh in 17th place. Wow, okay, this is a brutal tournament here. Yeah. But uh, in seventh place was PSRK Nico Maki with Cell Kid Buu and uh, Super Saiyan with, with, with Vegeta and Hotashi who with Cell hitting Piccolo. And I heard a lot of people said they were really impressed with Hotashi's play. Okay, cool. Uh, fifth place was Necro Undyne with Cell Kid Buu and Vegeta and uh, NRG Super Noon, now sponsored by NRG, yeah. uh, with Kid Buu, Cell, and Vegeta. Fourth place, Panda Global Nakiel with Kid Buu. Goku and Grohan. Uh, third place, NRG Hook Gang God with uh, two teams, it looks like, Cell Piccolo and Vegeta and also Goku Black Piccolo Vegeta. Yeah. Second place, Echo Fox Sonic Fox Ding. with Cell Gotenks and Kid Buu and uh, finally defeating him was Echo Fox to Kill Sage with Grohan, Goku Black, and Android 16. Dude. And honestly, nobody seemed more proud of the Kill Sage than Sonic Fox. Yeah. Like, he had this tweet. He was like, he finally did it. I'm like, so happy. Well, they played the in the Grand Finals at, I want to say it was Clutch. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe it was Clutch. And the, the Kill Sage kind of, it, I mean, definitely Sonic Fox won, but I think it was 3-1. to one, uh -huh, uh -huh. Or it might have even been 3-2. to two, But in any case, the Kill Sage did pretty well. And Fox said so. I forget if it was on an interview or if it was mm -hmm. on Twitter. He was just really happy that the Kill Sage did as well as he mm -hmm, did. Mm -hmm. So I mean, they're you know, they're best friends. Yeah. They're obviously they have a rivalry in game, but Sonic Fox. I don't know the Kill Sage that well, but I've known Sonic Fox. He he is uh, always really happy to congratulate somebody who beats yeah, him. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Always. I always see that. Yeah. I always like see if that. if somebody beats him, uh, <clears throat> he. I can only think of a couple examples ever where he loses to somebody and he's like, he makes any excuse or he's salty at right, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super rare. He's right. he's really happy mm -hmm. to see somebody mm -hmm. beat him. So. so good stuff to, to kill Sage though, uh, making it with uh, Grohan, Goku Black, and Android 16. Yeah, dude, I'm for sure not collusion. There, that, <coughs> that guy, I, I don't think that's in his blood. Mm -hmm. I think he would never do that. I don't think Sonic Fox has a, a, a collusion bone in his body. Definitely. He, he wants to win, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, uh, I didn't get to watch this because we were abroad, but I'm definitely going to go back and check yeah. it out because that that is an awesome-sounding top. Not even just top eight. The whole tournament sounds right. stacked. Uh, they also played Guilty Gear Exit Rev 2 there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, let me do something really quick here. Let's see if I can get this to work here. Oh, there we go. Uh, uh, Guilty Gear Exit Rev 2, 7th place was TSB PAG Minus with Eno, as well as Spectrin with Eno. Oh, two Enos in 7th place, interesting, okay. And then 5th uh, place was TSD Tenpai uh, with Dizzy. I see exclamation points on that. Name. Oh, you know, Tenpai with uh, Dizzy and A3 Religion with Johnny. 4th place, Pentaglobal Marlin Pie with Zata 1. 3rd place, TSB Blaze with Raven, second place Hotashi with Elfelt Valentine, and first place Dreaded Ruffian with Sin Kisk. Is Eno being twice in top eight? Is that is that surprising? No, 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 no. I'm just it's just funny that they were both in seventh place. Oh, there's also SA in ninth place. Oh yeah, you're Eno. right. Okay, 
Um, but, you know, it, it's cool because before, at one point in time, Guilty Gear was just like dominated by Marlin Pie before the Exit days. And it just, it feels really cool to see that there are this many good players now that, you know, Marlin Pie comes to this tournament, gets fourth place kind of situation. I'll have to watch the top eight, how this goes. Because I'll be honest with you, I hadn't heard much about Dreaded Ruffian before. I, okay. I have no uh, familiarity with oh, okay. him. So I would love to see uh, his play and see how he did. All right. Uh, Blaze Blue Central Fiction, seventh place. Mirashita Player with uh, Mirashita Player with Psychotic and Carl Clover. Uh, Bojack with Azriel. That doesn't make any sense. Psychotic is not the name of a character. Anyways, uh, fifth place. Uh, PAG Grover with Carl Clover and Base Tuxedo Mask with Nye and the Phantom. Fourth place. TSB Omniscythe with Makoto. Uh, third place. Tempest with Nine. Second place. Stein with Relius Clover. First place. Panda Global's Super Kawhi Desu with uh, Izayoi. So there you go, SKD continuing his domination. All right. Uh, there was a Vampire Savior tournament here. Oh, I gotta go check this out. Uh, seventh place was SA and Curry Hurry. Characters are not listed. All right. Fifth place, Apollo and Esteban, the best Esteban. Who does he play? He plays Talbane. He plays Talbane. Right. So. Uh, fourth place, Miller 2B. Third place, Diendo. <clears throat> Second place, Hardbread. And first place, J1, the skate. All right. There you go. And I think that's it. That All is righty. what we have here, yes. Mm -hmm. um, I got the results for Capcom Pro Tour Online North America okay. West 1. Okay. Okay, it's okay. a long title. Seventh places were Flaquito with Sakura and Sonic Box JB Rashid. Fifth, all, fifth were Jot with Minat and Commander Jesse Dalson. Fourth was Tempo Alex Myers Cami. Third Ooh. was Tommy Two Step with Urian. Second place, GGEA Toy with M. Bison. And winner was Abigail, but I think mostly Colleen, played by Flash. That's right. Played by Flash. And apparently, some people were thinking that. Justin was playing for him, even though Justin was in the Dominican Republic. Uh, that's why I phrased it like that, because it was definitely played by Flash. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just silly. Justin was a little busy and yeah. pretty far away, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's not it's like not he's, that close. It's not like he's going to be able to play from his hotel room or something like that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty silly. Pretty dumb. The kind of collusion theories that people have out there. So. Pretty dumb. Uh, you know, online play is kind of suspect, <clears throat> obviously. In fact, Alex Myers only lost once in this tournament. And what? The, and the other one, his router died mid-game. Are you serious? Yes, sir. Oh, no. Yeah. And so he had to basically lose because it was his router that died, Exactly right. right. <clears throat> so he got as many points as Hochi Focus. Because it's considered a ranking event for the purposes of the point uh, yeah. system. Uh, really cool. I mean, there. So there's that crappy side of it for sure. There's a nice side of it, and that you get to see players like Toy and Two Step, uh, Tommy Two Step, do well. You know, that's that's nice. It's there. There should be a way for players who can't travel, or in any case, don't travel, to have a chance at it. Right. So I'm I'm certainly down with the idea of online tournaments. I don't know if they should be ranked the same, but. You know. Honestly, the way that the online tournaments should be is they should be worth a lot less points and they should occur far more frequently. Yeah, like a series. Yeah, there just needs to be a lot of them for worth a lot less points. Because then they can award the same amount of points, but now they'll award kind of the consistency 
as opposed to, hey, I got this one online and I got just as many points now as, you know, as Chris Tarian did in the Dominican Republic, you know, yeah. kind of situation. So, <clears throat> someday, hey, guess, Perry Gods, stop that with that Justice cami for hate, being a man. cami player. Uh, someday online play will be worth it, says Axiom-ish, and that day was five years ago when Killer Instinct came out. So. <laughs> but wait, did it come out that long ago? I don't remember it coming out until only recently on Steam, oh, right? Oh, fair enough. But even that, even the joke <sighs> that Xbox doesn't matter because nobody cares about it and only PC matters, even right. that, it yeah. still came out two or three years ago at this point. Right. Uh -huh, like, uh -huh. it's like, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, that's how, uh, that's how the state of things is. Yeah. Okay. But that's cool for Flash. Good work. Good work. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, he deserves it. He's a great player. He's a so. good player, and he traveled a lot last year, so it's, I'm happy to see him mm -hmm. get some points. Then you had the Korean Korea that's Masters right. yes, tournament, that's right. which is a yes, Tekken yes. tournament. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a master tournament on the Tekken <clears throat> World Tour. You want to do the top eight? Uh, I don't or have do the results. Oh, okay. I don't have the results. <clears throat> so seven places were Rocks, Dragon, Chanel with Elisa, and Fox, Equivox, Saint with... They, why, why do they just say Fox? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, sh I should ask those guys. If that's the nickname? If that's no, the... it definitely is. Right. Uh, but why? Oh, okay. Instead of just calling just them Echo Fox. Fox. Or EF or something. Right, okay. Anyway. Saint with Jack7. <laughs> I think it's probably just because Rick Fox owns it and he's like, it's going to be fun. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, fifth places were Rongshu with Panda and Shaheen. Uh, yes. Fifth also was Yamasa Take with Kazumi. Uh, fourth was Breadman with Claudio and Geese. Fourth was Kuaz Noroma. Uh, okay, with Devil Jin and Jack Seven. Second place was Kakoma with Kazumi, Dragonov, and Paul. And winner was Echo Fox JDCR with Dragonov. Mm -hmm. JDCR kind of riding that ship a little bit. He hasn't been winning as consistently, but did this? I actually did see like two or three matches of this. I think I was in the hotel and I just like turned it on and was watching it. <clears throat> the match that I did see was Kakoma versus Saint. Okay. With Cosme versus Jack, he busted Saint. Did he really? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So it was actually cool to see that Kakoma made it all the way to, to second place in grand final. So. But I definitely need to go and watch this uh, top eight. I need to go catch up on that. So. All right. <coughs> um, Kudan's got ninth, looks like. And he was there. He was on commentary. Interesting. Oh, okay. good stuff. Okay. That's good. Um, then you also had the Red Bull Conquest in Chicago. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. So, you know, there are three tournaments <coughs> being run through this thing. Three games, I should say. Mm -hmm, There's mm -hmm. Street Fighter... Guilty Gear and, uh, and Tekken. Right. And the winners of each of those games will be the representative of that city. So in the grand finals, it'll be like they'll be representing the city across all three games, which I think is super neat. Definitely, man. So Street Fighter <laughs> was won by the Cool Kid. BXA, the Cool Kid 93. Mm -hmm. uh, seven places were Stack Bradford and Random High Fives. Fifth were Matt Yo and Brian F. Okay. Fourth was Solid B because I'm Batman. Third was Hazardous Rob TV. Mm, nice. Second place was El Chicote. Okay. Good stuff. It's not El Chacote, right? Not nerds. Not nerds. Wait, Seven... is it? Are you serious about that? Is it Chicote, or are you just yeah. being trolling right now? No. Never watched Star Trek. No, I never have. Okay. <clears throat> I'm not a true nerd. Okay. I know. Tell me about it. Uh, Tekken Seven. Seven places were the Realist and Afterburn. 
Fifth was Mateo and Rock the Ruler. Never watched Star Trek. Uh, fourth place, Junior uh, 20Z. I forgot how they pronounced that. Third was Jody the Great. Second place was Beast Infection. That's so cool. You like that name? Yes. Okay. I like Beast Infection. Uh, winner was... What is it? Voorhees? Burrito, Burrito Voorhees. Voorhees. Oh, my God. I almost called them Hot Dog Voorhees, and I couldn't remember what food Hot it was. Hot Dog Voorhees. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Uh, hopefully, he'll be at Combo Breaker, and hopefully, I'll get a chance to commentate it, and I'll just say, hey, Hot Dog Voorhees. <laughs> Why not? It's the same. Uh, winner was uh, V Shadow 20Z. Okay. <laughs> you thought it was chocolatey? Chocolate. Uh, Guilty Gear Extra Rev 2. Seven places were Sweet X Jam and Gekio. Fifth were The Arm and White Beast. Fourth was DB Joseph. That's cool. I haven't heard that name mm -hmm. in a while. Mm -hmm. Third was Black Snake. Oh, wow. Black Second Snake place, K okay. Loud. And winner was Mr. K. Interesting. I mean, if Black Snake's in there, I feel like he's like the favorite. Okay. But interesting that he didn't make it that. Uh, he didn't win that. Okay. Okay. <coughs> there you go. So that was the first regional tournament in the series. There are 13 more to go. That's right. Really exciting The next stuff. one is in Seattle on May 19th. Yeah, definitely uh, You know, try to make it out to there if you're in that area. Try to qualify and represent your city. I think that's exciting. So, okay. Uh, Chakoti was Captain Oh, Cuddlecore couldn't go and Elven Shadow was in Japan. Oh, interesting. Duly noted. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense too. I wonder why, El yeah, that's a good question why Elven Shadow wouldn't be there. So, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what up, okay. Super Arcade? What's going on? Anything else to say? We got any other tournament results? Is that it? Uh, that's all I have. That's all I got. Results. Okay, okay. We want to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we can talk about Summit of Power. As the well as the Power. upcoming Texas Showdown and other random fighting games. Stuff. Stuff. All right, be right back, guys. Yeah, we drive into and out of Los Angeles Airport every time we go abroad. Not even abroad, just any, anytime, anytime we travel we anywhere, anywhere. On account of we live like 15 minutes away from it. So yeah. it's that's convenient that we live so close. But man, it sucks. It's a terrible airport. Terrible airport. It's a terrible airport. It's really Very little like, positive to say about it. Yeah. Especially uh, there's there's this possibility for you to end up at the crappy extra terminal. Does that ever happen to you? Yes. So uh -huh, the 52 letters. Yeah. Uh -huh. So there's an extra terminal that's like in the middle of the airport, like literally. So you have to get on a bus from the airport proper and then it'll drive you like five or ten minutes into just the middle, actual middle of the airport. Next, you know, all the planes are driving by you and stuff. And, uh, and then there's like this extra warehouse that Dude, the, it's just, it's, that that's was, the worst. That was one of the causes of my only time I've ever missed a flight because yeah. I did not know that there was going to be that extra travel needed. And, Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. But I mean, like one of the things that a lot of people aren't aware of is that, you know, a lot of airports are built like a star, right? There's the center, here's all the cool eating areas, here's all the cool stuff, here's the gates like this, yeah, you know, yeah. all this stuff like that. LAX is a damn U-shape. Yeah. It's a U-shape, so here's all these spokes off of here. So each one of these gate areas has to have its own set of restaurants, its own set of all this other That's stuff, true. and it's really inefficiently silly. And I actually don't know, I've always <laughs> wondered this, if you take a, a an international flight, and you then need to switch to like, like say you come in on like Lufthansa, mm -hmm. and then you need to switch to like United. 
How do you do that? There's underground tunnels that go across through all of them, but you have to walk a freaking long distance. I've There was one time I had to basically walk across the entire airport just to go from one flight to another, and it was really right. stupid. Not a great place. Not a great place. LA has a lot of stuff going for it. That is one of them. <coughs> Not one of them. Uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of the problems come from the fact that it's like one of the first airports ever built. Yeah, it's right, a very so. old airport, so it's, you know. Mm. Anyway. All right, let's talk about the this guy. Next one here. Summit of Power for Dragon Ball Fighters. That's the right. nominations are open. So they had already announced the eight players that were going to be in there automatically uh, through invite. Uh, but there was also a uh, process by which you can nominate yourself, get yourself not uh, as a person to nominate it to be added in there. And so uh, the full list of nominees. Here, the, this is the most updated version. Oh, you have a most updated version? Yeah, it's on here? Smash GG. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Go ahead and read it from there then. Uh, it looks like it's basically the same, but points are a little bit different. Uh, okay. So right now, the first place is the Kill Sage. He is uh, all, he's way ahead. He's 800 votes ahead of anybody else. Mm -hmm. He has 3,252 votes. Second place is Yohosi. Oh, good stuff. Okay. 2,495. Then Kane Blue River with 1,457. Then you got Lord Knight, 1,327. Timo, 1,260. Beyond Toxin with 1,190. Super Noon, well, I don't need to keep saying the numbers. Super Noon, then Moke, then huh. Chavo. I don't think I know who Chavo is. Is it a pug? Is, that, <laughs> is it a joke? I'll read that later. <laughs> then you got Kizzy Gay. Then you got Doza. Then you got Rogue Yoshi, Ninja Elephant, Fame96, Cloud805, way down there, 500 votes. Breaker Dave, Toki, Ebonic Plague, who I thought was supposed to be commentating, but I guess not. Uh, oh no, he's not. No, yeah, he's no, not, yeah he's that's not right. They announced it actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Lost Soul is after that. SQ, Dang. Lowry, Zero Q, Coup d'etat. God, that name is so cool. Then Necro Undyne, etc. I, honestly, I think the the biggest crime right now is that Super Noon is so far down. Like, I really think he should be at least in contention for top three. So five <clears throat> get voted in, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Isn't that what it is? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Okay. But yeah, he's still out of the running right now. Yeah, so if that's true, then Dekil Sage, Yohoshi, Yohoshi, Kane Blue River, Lord Knight, and Timo would get selected. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Super Noon, I feel like he should be in there. I feel like Moke should probably be in there. Yeah. You know, other than that, it's... I, I think the Kill Sage should be in there. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's, it's basically up for grabs. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really know... I mean, I've seen Kane Blue ever play the game, not as often as some of the other folks. Mm -hmm. So, I, I don't know. Yep. Okay. Well, uh... It's cool that Timo's so high. He's a super <laughs> good player. Beyond Toxin, that's nice. The NRS scene is really, uh, really playing this game. Mm -hmm, so it's, mm -hmm. it would be nice to have like an NRS okay. scene representative. Okay. I don't consider Sonic Fox an NRS scene guy because he's everything. <laughs> he's like every single game. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a popularity contest, of course. It's not yeah, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily about how strong somebody is at the game. Although, of course, that informs people's opinions on mm -hmm. who should be popular. But that's not the only thing. It's also 
you know, are they funny? Are they engaging? Mm-hmm. Is there, do they have Twitter? Do they have a good scene behind them? Yeah, good scene behind yeah. them. Do they post, you know, GIFs of tech that you've seen and right. that's influenced your vote? Like, mm-hmm. there's, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that goes into it on top of just who would beat who in a mm-hmm. tournament. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay. What, 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 do you, what do you think about that? How, you know, it's essentially a popularity I'm, contest. I'm not a fan of that, to yeah. be honest with you, but I'm not sure how else you can do it really without creating a circuit you know what i mean and they probably didn't have the ability to do a circuit and plus another thing too is that you know with it being a popularity contest with something like summit of power that benefits them <clears throat> that benefits them to have the most popular players make it in because then that you mean means, it benefits summit of power yeah it benefits the summit of power because then that means those people who voted them in will watch it right and so the more people who vote means that that person has a larger following, which means more people will be interested in watching that. So, you know, I understand why they do it. Not a fan of it. Yeah. But honestly, it's just one of those situations. I don't like that it's a popularity contest. How would you do it? Right, yeah, it's it's tough. You know, and then there's really no answer to that, right? So there's really no good answer to that because we just don't have an infrastructure which allows us to do a circuit kind of thing. Right, right. Now. yeah, the game came out only a few months ago. It's not like you have multiple years to decide like in a more sort of concrete way who right. is strong so mm-hmm. I, I get it uh, so it is 20 will advance to the next round of voting at that oh, point I see. five will emerge I so see. from okay. the so we're picking the 20 then from the 20 we'll pick five okay okay there you go summit of power is a is a big uh, tournament that'll be coming up in June I believe yeah June right. 8th to 10th They've done a bunch of different games before in the past. Like, they've done Smash events and stuff like that. And so, now that they're coming into Dragon Ball, it's actually a pretty big deal. So, very exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I, I think you're right. I don't really know what better system there would be at this stage in the game Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to pick. Because, again, you know, there's always that... There's always a difference between being mad at how it's being done and having an alternate solution. Right. Most of the time, people are just mad about how it's being done. I don't like it, but I can't argue it because I don't have a better idea of how to do it. And as a result, I can't really say anything about it. And that's the problem. A lot of people, when they're mad about all sorts of things, they never think about the extent yeah. of it, you know, a better way to do it. So, yep. there you go. Uh, I guess, so, so of these players, which five would you pick? Of the play, hey, Jimmy. Oh, <clears throat> who would I pick? Yeah. Uh, to kill Sage and Supernone would be probably number one and two. Uh, I would probably put them in there for sure. Moke, just because I'd like to get the, uh, the you know, um, Japanese rep, more Japanese representation. There's already, what, three Japanese players in there? I think it's Kazunoko Dogura and Goichi. But, you know, they've been playing really well. I think it's good to get more in there. Um,. Uh, those would be the first three. I know guys like, like obviously I'd be biased towards Toki and Breaker Dave because they not only are the SoCal, but they also play interesting characters. Mm. Um, uh, I'd also be biased towards Kizzy K because Kizzy K is my boy and he's super good at everything. But really it would be those three would probably be the ones that I'd really want to get in there. To kill Sage, Super Noon, Moke. Yeah. And then from there... Uh, you know, I, I am glad that Yohozi's making it in there because I would like to see some NorCal representation because right. I know NorCal has a big scene as well. So, um, but honestly, four and five would probably be up for grabs for me. I'd have to really sit down and think about that. 
I'm with you on the first three. I think that I would put uh, Cloud eight hundred five and Yohosi after that. Okay, okay, I like that. So not even, not even um, uh, the NRS player beyond Toxin, huh? Okay, okay. There you go. I'm actually really sad that oh, you have to pay for votes in round two. Is that actually true? Interesting. <clears throat> Um, I'm sad that Tatsu's not in it, but he's he didn't put himself in it. He did not want to be. Is that so? Yeah, he said he didn't want to do it. So, so there you go. Dang. Yeah. So Bummer. He opted out. I bet. So. Okay. Uh, I don't know. That's what Curly W just said. I don't know if that's actually true that you have to pay. Yeah, I was just reading about the thing, and I. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he probably knows what he's talking about. Okay. He typically yeah, he does. always does. He usually does. So. Okay. Uh, so that's what I have for Dragon of Summit of Power. Dragon of Summit of Power. What the hell am I talking about right now? Yeah, White Black's in there. So there's at least one European who has a chance, maybe. Dragon of Summit of Power. What the hell? What the hell am I talking about? Okay, know, anyways. <clears throat> All Here right, we go. Let's move on. Texas Showdown coming up this weekend. Um, fourth time traveling in... A third time traveling in four weeks, basically, for us. Is it? Yeah. It's Kuwait, nothing, Dominican, now Texas Showdown. So. You know, I really intended to travel less this year. Doing a great job of that I so really far. I really did. <laughs> doing a great job of that so far. Up so. until this point, it's been once per month. Mm-hmm. But it just, it kicks up at this time every year, right? Because then we got Combo Breaker, we got CEO. What about in June? In June? At the very end of June is CEO. Right. Last we weekend, but... Uh, I don't think there's much, at least that I'm, some of the powers happening as we just established. Mm -hmm. Oh, but, we forgot to mention who the commentators were. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. They announced uh, they that. That's the commentators for that, um, uh, where they have it, uh, they have it listed down here. So they actually have Yipes and Chris Schmidt, which is awesome. They have Chris Schmidt? The Chris Matrix, sorry. Oh, oh, Chris oh, oh, okay. Yipes and Chris Matrix. Okay. My bad, my bad. Um, <laughs> Would have been cool, actually, but all right. Yeah. Uh, Ringe Sejam from uh, Wednesday Night Fights. They have been doing like all the Dragon Ball commentary yeah, sure. at Wednesday Night Fights. Uh, and then uh, Z, L.I. Joe, and Hell Pockets. Yeah. Hell Pockets has been doing a lot of commentary for that. L.I. Joe, of course, is L.I. Joe, right? And Z. You know, I'm not sure, even sure how much Dragon Ball he plays or watches, to be honest. But, you know. Um, he will definitely be entertaining. I'll say that much. So he has experience in that role. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> to uh, be nice about it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I think that's all cool. I mean, some of those guys are super great at mm -hmm. it. Well, they're all good commentators, but you know, how much do some of them know? I don't know exactly. I'm but... actually really surprised that Tasty Steve was not a part of this. That is surprising. I'm mm -hmm. honest. I, I mean, I I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, you know, it, it, it is kind of a shame that there's no, like, pure anime commentators, except maybe Hell Pockets. I don't know if he counts as one. Well, but... he's been doing the, the Dragon Ball since right, before right, the game I came mean, out. he's also done Guilty Gear and stuff, but, like, there's not, like... Yeah, he did Gear. Ringe has done Gear mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Marvel, which is the same vein. Right. So, I don't know. Okay. Are there pure anime commentators? Does that mm -hmm. exist? So I think there's a few. I don't watch this the genre enough. Uh, hmm. Oh, Tasty was too busy to attend. Okay, ah, okay. okay. There you go. That makes, sense. that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Well, Texas Showdown coming up this weekend. Yeah. Uh, ranking event last year again was another one of those. Um, Texas Showdown really kind of stepped it up. 
It's been a really cool area. Yeah, that's right. It was really nice, great venue, et cetera, et cetera. I know Javi um, and Chris are doing a lot of work to try to build up Texas Showdown back to its former glory. Right. Trying to push itself to be a premier event as well. Uh, Texas Showdown, of course, you know, we go through this every year when we talk about it. Texas Showdown used to be one of the four premieres in the United States, before anything, there was, you know, before there was anything. Not, not called Eastward, Premier, obviously. Right. Yeah. It was just basically, there was four majors that you went to. Right. right? There was Evo on the West Coast. There was Midwest Championships, MWC on, in the North. There was um, e ECC, East Coast Championships in New York. And then there was Texas Showdown in the South. Right. So we covered kind of like all right. four, like a nice little diamond in that. So we covered all the different areas that way. Although it's more like that. To yeah. be because of New York, I get it. but still, yeah. but though Texas Showdown was one of the big ones, mm -hmm. it was one of one of the major major ones. And you know, to be fair, in the Midwest, Midwest Championships existed. Keats kind of took it over. Then they wanted it back, so he turned it into you know UFGT, which right. kind of became Combo Breaker. So Midwest still has that, right? They still have Combo Breaker as yeah. a great representation for that area. Texas is missing that. Really, it still doesn't have that built back up. Texas Showdown, it's happening. Closest thing right there, and and really, those guys are doing a great job. And in fact, you know, uh, the the uh, pool of commentators they have for that thing is really impressive as well. It they is. A lot of really is that public? Have they announced that? I don't know yet. but yeah. Whatever. We'll Expect be. good stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of good commentators there, yes. and that's really kind of exciting. Um, we'll be there. I don't care. We'll be there. We'll be there. Oh, that's fine. We're we already talked about. Yeah. We already <laughs> talked about. We tra we're traveling there. Right? Yeah, we'll definitely be there. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're doing. Comment I'm kind of excited. I, I'm going to be doing my first Tekken commentary at a major like this. So, sick. Um, you know, everybody watching, you know, like, bear with me. You know, obviously, I don't Blow know the technical up. details as much, but I'm really excited about that because yeah. I really want to do some Tekken commentary. Good stuff, so. man. So, yeah, I'm really uh, excited for the event. It's it's a. Uh, as you said, it's been definitely improving and improving, and I'm sure this year will mm -hmm. be no exception. Yep, a lot of people are going to be there, so... A lot of folks will be there. Not just commentators, but also many top players, mm -hmm. of course. K-Brad was one. on our flight back here to SoCal. You know, we asked him, are we going to see you in Texas? He's like, yep, so he'll be there for sure. But yeah, man. a lot of guys are going to be there, so... <clears throat> Actually, uh, to be honest with you, there's it's actually a couple of surprises for the commentary, which yeah. I'm actually really happy about. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, even like, for example, in the Dominican Republic, uh, when they did uh, Street Fighter Top 8, their local commentators commentated the first two matches before yeah. we jumped on there. You know, one, to give us a little bit of a break because we needed food, but then also at the same time, both of us are happy to let them have their local commentators get some shine for in sure. the Top 8. And not only that, but also let's get some commentary in their native language, which for is sure. also really cool. So, you know, it's an interesting situation with commentary right now. There is the staples and then the people who are trying to build up, they're really having a hard time getting into that, you know, into this field right mm -hmm. now because there are so many established commentators. Yeah. And it's interesting because for me, you know, like obviously it's my job. I want all the gigs that I can get. But at the same time, it's like I want these guys to grow. I of want course. these guys to get stronger. So there's like this weird kind of like, you know, grow the scene you know, eat food kind of thing, you know, so. It's you can of, do both. Yeah, I can do both, I can do both. So, yeah, yeah, Don, it's not just gonna be the same old folks. So. <coughs> many of the same old folks will be here. <coughs> Don't get me wrong. Uh, that, the area, it's in the same hotel, I believe. I believe so, yeah, yeah. Nice mm -hmm. area there in Houston. Mm -hmm. It's very fancy, actually. Like real, 
like fancy upscale yeah, location. Nice area. Like I think that was also like it the was place... one of the fanciest hotels I've ever been in for an American yeah, street fight or a fighting game event. And that was also the place that uh, the, all the streets had the uh, little black mage uh, fire hydrants, right? Oh, I don't remember. I think that's where it yeah? was. Yeah, okay. I think I, I think it was, or maybe it was one of the other ones. So I don't yeah. know. Anyways. <sighs> Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. That's going to be coming up this weekend. Should be a lot of fun. So check it out. Okay, check it out. Uh, FGC news. A lot of really interesting things going on here. Um, uh, the Master Series Canada Cup Master Series May 11th through 13th. So just coming up in a couple of weekends. Right. Um, the Vlachi has announced that Goichi is going to be flown out there for a first to ten. With Timo. Wow. Yeah, so they're going to be doing awesome. a special exhibition with just Goichi and Timo. Okay. And a first to ten, I think that will be super cool. Let's go Canada. Yeah, exactly. So that's coming up in a couple of weekends. Uh, again, Master Series is like his minor Canada Cup, but but like kind of more exhibition focused yeah. a little bit. So uh, that should be exciting coming up. This weekend is also Smash Summit. Oh, the Smash Summit is Smash this weekend. Summit. Okay. Yes, indeed. Okay. Um, Anime Evo 2018 registration is now open on Smash.gg. Remember, Anime Evo is the group that runs all the side tournaments um, at Evo. A lot of them. A lot of side tournaments are run by these guys over there. I mean, this picture is Dang, that's a lot. Dude, let me just... Oh, we talked about which ones are in there. Yeah, I know, but let me just do this really quick just so people can see. Boom! There Dang. we go. This is their window of games that they're running over there. So there's a lot of, of there's a lot of games here. All right, okay, go go look it up, and you can see all the games that are on there. But registration is officially open. Um, I know that it was officially announced that Catherine's top four, I think, is going to get official stream time. What? Yeah, Dacid Bro mentioned that because remember, Evo's dedicating one stream yeah. to the side. There's a couple of games that got announced that they will have official. Um, big screen time, and I know Catherine was one of them. I know there was another fighting game that was announced. I don't remember which one it was. Okay. But very cool, again, of the EVO staff to do that, to dedicate one stream awesome. specifically to these side tournaments to give all these games shot. It's something that I've always wanted them to do. For yeah. years, I've always talked to Wizard. I'm like, hey, let's do stuff for like side tournaments. Just, and like th that they're doing it this year, I think is super, super, super cool. Agreed. Uh, say, did they say Sailor Moon? Was Sailor Moon one of them? Was it Sailor Moon? Did you see know. the glitch on Sailor Moon? Did no. you see the glitch that they discovered? It was a brand new glitch really? that they've never like that they've just discovered right now, which is that um, unlike Street Fighter, round one fight doesn't let you charge your special moves. Oh yeah. So if you're a Guile player or something like that, and you have a charge, you still have to charge at the start of the round. So you right. can't Sonic Boom at the start of the round. Right. Well, they found out that if you're charged and you kill somebody. The game doesn't reset the charge, oh, and as long as you, you could like let go of the controller, do whatever you want, go continue, whatever, and go to the next battle, and oh, you like not even next round, not even next round, you can actually leave and come back. They just never reset the flag in memory. It's just stayed as charged. Oh, you could go quit, go to the menu, change stuff, come back, and you'll be charged. And so now, for some of the characters that are charged characters, like killing someone while charged is actually like a legit thing to do. Which is really, really wow. funny. If I, if I were in that tournament, I would want to always like reset the console before. Dang! I play. 
mean, well, don't you, you think? would be a jerk like that, huh? Would that be jerk? I just would want to no, make sure that we're yeah, on like, an even. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's actually kind of smart, though. That's yeah. kind of smart. I don't know. I, I mean, it definitely works it, between but... rounds, so you right, can't okay. do anything there. But it, yeah, you're probably right. It would probably be like, start, wait, oh, hang on a second. Let me reset again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Oh, man. That's <sighs> Okay. All right. All right. Uh, what else do I have here? Events. Uh, Mortal Kombat at Combo Breaker is getting a $5,000 prize pool pot bonus. Mortal Kombat 9. Mor right? Yeah. And XL. Oh, oh so it's 2,500. Yeah, no, they're both right, right, getting right, 2,500. Right. Okay, okay. You're cool, right. cool. What? That's not scumbag. You don't want to reset the cons. I feel like that's I'm the one who's not being a scumbag. That's actually good strategy, though. That's actually good strategy. I think that's the right thing. Like, if you wanted to win, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Honestly. Well, I just feel like if you're just putting on an even playing field. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> anyway. But yes, so Combo Breaker, of course, is going to take place May 25th through 27th. Also, this coming up later this month. It's going to be one of the best ones out there, dude. It's going to be a doozy. Uh, you guys do not doozy. want to miss it. If you guys can go there, definitely. You used the word gnarly earlier today. I was impressed I say by gnarly. That. Yeah, but it's like not a... I haven't seen it written out in a while, to be honest with you. So, <clears throat> But uh, Combo Breaker is going to be exciting. And with $2,500 prize pool bonus to both XL and Mortal Kombat 9, I think that's awesome. So Definitely. Definitely. And, and it's the first IPS event for Mortal Kombat XL. I mean, for Injustice 2. Correct. For Injustice 2. I recently reinstalled Mortal Kombat 9 on the old Steam. Dang. And I've been messing around with it because I feel like I just don't remember the game at all. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to watch some old footage. I'm not intending to like commentate or player or anything at Combo Breaker. I guess if they ask me to, why not? But uh, I, d I feel like I don't remember very much, even though I played it so much at the time. It's weird because every time someone asks me to go back and commentate Ultra Street Fighter 4, yeah. I feel that way too. Yeah, even yeah. though we had watched more of that game than anything else in our lifetime. I'm sure you're right. I, and sometimes I go back and I watch it, I'm like, wait. I played that game, I, you know, the number of hours is through yeah. the roof. It's, that's the game that I probably played the most, Street Fighter 4, throughout its lifetime. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But for some reason, the only two games that survive in my blood are Super Turbo and Third Strike. Yeah. Even though, I, you know, in the last probably 10 years, I've played, certainly played SF4 more. I probably played MKX more than that. I probably played Injustice more than that. Um, maybe even a couple of other games, too. But... Those two games, they're just part of my bones. I don't well, know. You know what? To MK9, fair, I played it so much. And, I watched it so much. And this is actually gone. something I was talking about on Twitter recently. One of my biggest complaints about Street Fighter V, to be honest, was that one of the reasons why ST and Third Strike will stay in our bones forever is because we just no frame data to memorize. We couldn't give a crap about frame data. It could be. And it's not, and it's not as important. It just isn't. It just doesn't affect the game as much. You know what I mean? Like, you can, we can take someone from today top player who's this great frame data studier, learn everything he can about Third Strike and Super Turbo, and he will still not be the best player. But like here right now in Street Fighter V, and in even in towards late Street Fighter IV, you had to know frame data, otherwise you just couldn't play those games. I think you're right about ST. I think Third Strike, for example, I recently found out that some move is punishable by Super that I never saw anybody punish ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And okay. I think that there is probably an aspect to that game that, at least in the U.S., we didn't explore as well as we probably could mm -hmm, have. Mm -hmm. And uh, Scope's right, too, is because the game's never changed. They've never changed. Well. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. But uh, although SF4, I guess that's true, it did change quite a bit. 
MK9, I played a lot. No, you're right, it changed a lot. Now that I think about it, uh, MK9 the beginning of the game was not at all like the end of the game. So, yeah. okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I, and that is one thing, but like I said, it's just, it's just I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like anyone, if you went back into Super Turbo Third Strike and studied all the frame data and did all the training mode set play and all that stuff like that, I don't think you would be better than the best players are right now anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? There's just something about the way those games are made that the experience is more important than the math. So. I think I agree with that, too, but I don't think I agree with Third Strike. Hmm, interesting. Okay, okay. That would be interesting. I would love to see someone like, oh, well, 30th anniversary is coming out this yeah. month. So, you know, we'll, maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll all of a sudden have this influx of, like, really crazy science players in training mode with all the frame data. I think yeah, that, that, that doesn't mean crazy, so. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, I mean, like, they'll exactly learn the frame data, but my opinion is that it's not going to make them any better than anybody else. I don't think mm -hmm. learning the frame data is going to change anything. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think if you got one of those crazy guys nowadays with like learning all these frame data that's going to go back and play third strike i don't know if it'll necessarily make a difference i i found uh, a couple of years ago i found a frame kill situation with q that gets meaty crouching medium kick in such a way that you don't get pushed back mm -hmm. far enough that you can no longer do close medium kick afterwards <laughs> so i mean there's there are modern ideas that people use that I think if they were applied to that game that they would be really successful. Yeah, but then also my opinion too is that frame kills are not as consistent. Because mm -hmm. the, there's no input buffer, right? Even oh, even well, in, even in like Street SF4 Fighter, and... right? Even in Street Fighter Four, there was frame kills, but a lot of people would miss them all the time just because. I think you just... really overestimate that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really think it's well. Street Fighter Four was a lot easier because of plinking. So a lot of times the frame kills required plinking. There's no plinking in Third Strike, yeah. right? So I don't think it would help them in that situation very much. So Helped me when I got got that set up. Yeah, so. I know, right? Um, all right, anyways, yeah. we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, with the Smash Summit, uh, $12,599 singles prize pool and $5,982 doubles prize pool, you know, the, this is all, it's all crowdfunded. Oh, okay, okay. I was wondering about the weird numbers. Right, okay. yeah, exactly. Uh, so $86,000 in total shop purchases and donations. Dang. And it is not yet finished yet. So, Dang, good stuff to them. Yeah, that's that's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always really yeah, impressed yeah, to see what yeah, they absolutely. do. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Um, what else here? Uh, Event-wise... Uh, E3, they've announced that Super Smash Brothers is going to be the focus for Nintendo's uh, E3. That's right. So that's the main thing. It'll be the highlight of Nintendo's E3 is going to be Super Smash Brothers. For Switch. For Switch. So it sounds like it's going to be a new game. Because would you really yeah. spend that much time highlighting an upgrade to an existing game? I think you're right. I think you're right. I think there's been a lot of signs that it's been a new mm -hmm, game, mm -hmm. right? Uh, this is the latest one, so it's it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't even think they would have announced it the way they did yeah. as the final thing with the, the Splatoon, you know, Inklings and, yeah. the, and the, oh my God, the eyeball yeah. thing. Yeah, And, the, you know, the different logo, the different word yeah, uh, lettering. Yeah, it's, true, you know, there's a lot true, of other signs. True. Yeah, really excited about that. I mean, that's that's the future of the Smash scene, and yeah. let's see what they do with it, right? Because yeah. <laughs> last game was already, like, the first sign that, that you know, that Sakurai kind of snapped a little bit, like the camel straw, the, when he had the four for fun and the four. Oh, for the like, he, like he's finally giving into the competitive side. Yeah, maybe there's something about it now that this one will be a little bit more focused okay. on that. Okay, okay. 
We'll see. I yeah, man. <clears throat> we'll see. I hope so. I hope so. We'll see. I, I don't yeah. I think it's a, PTC says do people actually think it's not a new game? I don't don't think anybody that I've talked with thinks it's not a new game. But we could all be disappointed. And, and it just seems like it probably is going to Yeah, a new and game. I think there's a lot of people out there who are probably like I don't want to think it's a new game and get disappointed. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Kind of situation. Uh, speaking of side we'll tournaments, uh, at EVO, Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown is going to have a side Ooh. tournament run by the VFDC crew. So there will be a side tournament there. Um, let's see. Uh, yep. Got an email back from EVO. So this is from Cody Maru on Twitter. Got an email back from EVO to confirm that Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown will have a side tournament. And I will be helping VF.com to host it. So there cool. you go. VFDC is hosting the side tournament. So definitely check that out. That's going to be cool. If you are a big Virtual Fighter fan, make sure you keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on VFDC, Twitter, and for when registration goes open for that. So. Uh, that's all I have for events. Uh, in terms of some cool game news, uh, Vegito right, was announced. I don't know anything about this character. I always thought Vegito was a joke of a name because I saw Vegito, so I thought it was like it was people purposely mispronouncing Vegeta, like yeah. to make it sound like a drink or from Australia or like or like a, a burrito or something like that. <laughs> Dude, he needs to play that game, and then we should just call him <laughs> Vegito Borges. That's what we should oh, call him. Man. You, oh man, you oh boy. Keep, let's just keep messing up that nickname, dude. Just Vegito Borges. There you go. Borges. <laughs> Vegito Borges is actually a better nickname than Burrito Borges. <laughs> I think you're right, man. Actually, because then there's at least this Dragon Ball uh, reference, and Borges is actually kind of funny, to yeah, be honest with you. Yeah, it is kind of funny. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, but that is coming out, and they also announced that a major patch is coming out for the game. Right, so right. This right. is something that a lot of people have been wondering about because obviously there's new the, all the new uh, hit stun deterioration glitches bypass. Like so, there's these infinite combos that people have yeah. been finding. They've been pretty mum about like if they're gonna fix it or not. Like I had assumed that they would, but right. they've been pretty quiet about it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, they finally announced that there is going to be a balance patch with changes to the system mechanics, which I'm sure will get rid of a lot of those things. And I don't know how much they're going to change the system yeah. mechanics, right? Like, it's interesting because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's Arxis balancing. That means that Cell's going to get stronger and that uh, Adult Gohan's going to gain new powers, you know, and, you know, the, the Nappa's going to suck more, you know, right. and stuff like that. I mean, that's kind of been their history with some of the Guilty Gear. It's not been that bad, okay. but it's always like, that's what it feels like. Like, Sin never gets weaker. Johnny keeps getting stronger for some reason, you know, and, and stuff like that. But they're still reasonably balanced, right? Yeah, it's still reasonably okay. balanced. It's okay. not like it's like, ah, okay, it's okay, like okay. ridiculous, right? Okay. So, uh, Well... They mentioned 14 characters who they're looking at, but they also said that that's not the exclusive list. Yeah, the picture says etc. Et at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, so they may be more than that because one of the characters that they don't show is Cell, and that if they're going to change characters and if they are going to nerf anybody, seems like a, one of the ones you would do. Yeah. I, I don't really know. In, in my own opinion, I don't want them to nerf almost anything. Maybe a couple things here and there. They should fix the glitch, right? Mm -hmm, Even mm -hmm. you start a combo with multiple hits immediately. Um, 
they should. I, I would like them to change super dash, so maybe it autocorrects a little bit less. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people hate cross up super dash. Kind of, yeah. yeah it mm-hmm. just moves in a strange, unpredictable way sometimes. A lot of the mm-hmm. times it's at least predictable, but there's sometimes when it just does crazy stuff. Right, and, and you know, having a decent alpha counter, I see some people talking about. It. I know a lot of people okay. kind of want yeah. that kind of thing. I would trade a decent alpha counter if you couldn't combo off of it. Uh, oh, as the player coming in, you yeah, can't yeah, combo. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. If you can't, like, so safe, but you can't get damage out of it. Right, exactly. So, because right now it leads to, it can lead to a decent chunk of damage if it sure. connects. Yeah, right? yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, or right, maybe right even now, having two versions of it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, that would be that would be nice, I guess. I primarily just want some buffs. Like mm-hmm. it would be nice if Beerus was a little bit stronger yeah. or something. Because he's such an interesting design. Mm-hmm. I would love to play him. He's just not effective. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be cool. There's some other characters that I'd like to see some buffs to. I really don't think that I want to see significant changes. Uh-uh. I like the state of the game. Someone's I think it's a lot of fun and, like, and pretty so- pretty solid. Like I hate Cell, right? Because Cell blows me up, right? Yeah. And I think he's super good. And I he hate is that good. he has everything. And someone asked me, what would you nerf in Cell? Yeah. And honestly, the only answer I have to that, and I was make a slide go a slightly shorter distance. Okay. That's it. Except I don't even think I need to do that anymore. Because the only reason why I wanted that was because when he does M to back M and you deflect it and he chains into, chains into slide, yeah. sometimes he hits you. Right. So you can deflect it and try to punish him, but then he slides right. and he hits you. Sometimes it slides and whips. Right. So now you got to like, uh, so if I made it go a little less distance, it would be guaranteed to hit it. Right. But actually what I've seen a lot of people do now is deflect into super dash because then it doesn't matter because super dash is slightly airborne. Right, and so true. it'll beat okay. the slide no matter what. Makes sense. So in that case, Maybe Cell doesn't need to be nerfed at all then, because if there's an answer to that, and I think that's fine then. Yeah, so. he's just a good, strong character. Yeah, and and really, there's nothing, nothing about that, him. There's nothing about him that's like blatantly cheap. You know what I mean? He's just he just has everything, and that's what makes him good. So yeah. I don't think there's anything about him that feels broken. nothing like super stands out yeah. as individual mm-hmm. point. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, exactly. So. Um, <clears throat> as far as the Cisco, I see people talking about that in the chat. I, I guess you nerf Vegeta assist a little bit. Maybe it doesn't last quite as long right. period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see a significant nerf to it. Again, primarily, I would just like to see other characters' assist be a little bit stronger. So there's there's more of a reason to not use Vegeta assist. The the biggest issue is that it... Uh, it does it, everything. It, well, it does do everything, but it does it in a way that far outclasses everything else. So if there were some other assist that was like fantastic at capitalizing on something like if if um i don't know there was a cyst that that kept up combos super super well mm-hmm. but didn't necessarily have neutral control but it was just like it, you convert everything with it something right. like that yeah. okay you use that maybe if there were a beam assist that was you know even better in some ways at forcing people into a situation like maybe a taller long you know bigger uh-huh. beam or whatever uh, that lasted for longer that right. was m- more important for neutral Maybe that, you know, I just, I feel like there are ways to improve Yeah, things. like if you made, for example, like a, a spark assist that sucked people in, then it could be an extender, but it wouldn't be the same kind of lockdown, neutral, Vegeta Makes assist, sense. you know. Or if, if, if Donut assist, maybe like just instantly tracks to them, because right. it's kind of, kind of crappy, to be honest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mostly mm-hmm. for resets. But if it, if it were like you convert every time out of it, then okay. Mm-hmm. Things like that I would like to see, see a little I, bit more. So I, I mean, I see a suggestion in there to reduce Vegeta's assist cooldown to make it slower. 
and only his. But see, I don't like that kind of thing. I've, I've always, I, I, they, they are different. They're, they're different now. Are they different now yeah. already? Oh, uh-huh. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Assists have different cooldown lengths cool already. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not a fan of that. Okay. I mean, I was never a fan of, for example, X Factor being giving different benefits to different characters. I'm never really kind of a fan of that Fair kind enough. of situation. So. Uh, but, yeah, uh, maybe some characters' assists should be a little bit better anyway. Like, uh, that Krillin throws a rock and it's just like, yeah. you know, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit improved. Dude, there's, there's some. There are some assists that are just not useful. Yeah, like even um, during the time that I was using. Um, Shoot, I I can't believe I can't remember his name now. Okay. Ginyu. When Ginyu. I was using Ginyu's assist, is just the rush. Yeah, it's really not very useful at all. It doesn't even go full screen. Doesn't yeah. go anywhere. It was just like super impossible to use. So yeah. Oh, okay. That's not what Friday meant. Sorry about that. Okay, my bad. <coughs> uh, yeah. Formerly unknown. Uh, you're right, the biggest issue with Krillin's assist was probably that you have to play Krillin for it, but you know, hey, some people do <laughs> some people do work. Toki does a character. Some good work. There are a few Krillins uh, out there who have uh, some big setups and big damage, uh-huh. but he should probably get some get yeah. some uh, improvements there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, I don't want to see giant changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really yeah. feel like the game is close it's to being... It's a good place. Yeah, it's a yeah. really good place, to be honest with you, but again, Arc System Works is kind of like not known for that. You know, a lot of people were hoping Rev 2 would be a minor, like, tweak yeah. and everything like that. But, I mean, like, the latest Rev 2 patch. Okay. But it changed, you know, probably more than people wanted it okay. to be. So. All right. All right. All right. Other big news. Flo is the happiest person on the planet right now. <laughs> Not only did he see Infinity Wars, which he said was the best movie that he's ever seen in his lifetime, which I think is just a little exaggerated, oh. but still. Okay. Uh, Taki. Has been announced for Soul Calibur 6. Oh, I missed this. Yes, Taki has been announced for Soul Calibur 6, and that is Flo's Girl. Oh, there's even a trailer. Oh, do you want to watch it? I would love to. (sighs) Okay. We're about to get a 10 FPS stream going. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. It's always a problem whenever I try to do this on stream. It never comes out Can you keep it small? Is that a way to maybe... No? Does does that not make a difference? I don't think it's going to make a difference. Okay. Uh, But let's, let's see what happens here. Again, the volume might be loud, guys, so... Um... Yes. Taki. Taki, hey! Oh, yeah. Okay. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, but she's now confirmed officially for Soul Calibur 6. So, um, you know, it's really interesting because I've run into a lot of people recently who have, like, minorly played fighting games but haven't, like, been really all into it. In fact, there's, like, I go to a chiropractor and the person who does the massage, I wore the little Lucky Cat Felicia shirt one time. She oh, was okay. like, nice Felicia shirt. 
Wow. And I was like, what the hell? And it turns out that she really likes fighting games and she actually like watches a little bit and she like knows Smug and all these. She didn't know you though. No, she knew. She, oh, okay. she she knew me. She, she but she didn't tell me right away, right? Ah. So, but she said like one of her favorite games a long time ago was Soul Calibur. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's really excited. about Everybody that. played Soul Calibur too, right? Uh huh. And then I had some people in the Dominican Republic tell me that uh, there was another right, person yeah. that I know that works at ESL. She said that she, that was like Soul Calibur was the main fighting game that she played. That's right. What she's dude. Soul Calibur has the potential to be huge, in my opinion. So like sure. I think. Cause there was, there's something about that game that everybody played it. Everybody played Soul Calibur too. Right? Yeah. And I, I mean, I did. It was beautiful. It was such a dude. Yeah, that game was really really. So, cool. Soul Calibur three uh, over here, a, a lot of people played for sure. But well, a lot of people played both games. I don't know which uh, one got played more. To be honest, in in my own circle of friends and acquaintances, Soul Calibur two got a little bit more play. I would say, but mm-hmm. they were both super popular. Right. Super yeah, popular yeah, yeah. games. Uh, I think, for me, I think Soul Calibur 2 was probably a little more popular than yeah, I noticed I think, I think in so. 3. Yeah, yeah so. So, um, I'm excited for that. I, Soul Calibur, I'm really glad they're making that. I'm glad they're making a sequel. Oh, yeah, it looks it looks great. Just where's the big boy? Still waiting Let for him. Let me know. Still waiting for him. Let me know. Uh, more characters being announced. SNK Heroines. Uh, Sylvie and uh, Zarina have been added to it. So the two two of the new characters to KOF right. 14 have been added to the game. I mean, I know this is the game of waifus, and so I guess yep. I'm just a little concerned because isn't Sylvie like supposed to be like a little girl or something like that? I know nothing about it. So I just... She's, <laughs> she's the one who has the eyeball head? Yeah, she's the Shumagorath character so with the eyeball there, so... but so I don't know, bub. Never stopped them before in the past. So. No. Uh, <sighs> But yes, there you go. So uh, those two characters have been added to SNK Heroines. All right. Um, also, Blaze Blue Crosstag Battle has announced that an English beta oh. will be coming out for the game soon. Uh, they said they announced via Twitter that news regard this is coming May- Monday, April 30th. It's already past April 30th. So if anybody has any information about it that they did announce that we missed because we were out yeah, of the country. We were out of here. Let us know in the chat. Uh, but um, oh, she's actually ten thousand. That makes it okay. So I think that's a joke. I don't know. Like two people are saying it, so I, I, really, because I, 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 if if so, I've definitely seen that as a joke in the past. But, oh, okay. Uh, anyway. Well, the pre-order got delayed. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Now Silent Scope is on this mission to look at ST frame data. Yeah, it's out there. <laughs> yeah, it's out there, but everything winks into everything, so it really yeah, it's same on same on blocking. Nothing's it really punishable. Super anyway, rare, right? Right. Yeah. So it's just like don't whatever. do point blank dictator slide. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So it's <laughs> so like I said to this day, I still don't even know if Bison Scissor Kick is positive or negative. I'm pretty sure if it hits both hits. Point blank, it's negative because Angiv gets a free SPD, I think. He does, if you do it point blank. Okay, so it's definitely negative, but if you do it at the right range... Yeah, at the right range, you're fine. Which is like everything else, which is everything that's not that range, basically, so... You can do the Psycho Trap on Dalsum, you know? What's that? Well, so there's a range where uh, medium Psycho Crusher Uh into, I think it's... I haven't done this in a while now, Stand Short Mm -hmm. is a... Stand short, down strong, Psycho Crusher, stand short, down, down strong, Psycho Crusher. Uh-huh. Dalsum can't get out of it. It's a true... Because his buttons are too 
slow to beat. Like, there's actually a hole, so if you have an invincible move, you can get out of right, it. Right, yeah, yeah, But he yeah. doesn't. So you just keep it up over oh, and over, and it's a chip death situation. Interesting. <laughs> you never seen that? Interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. I believe that's the series. I haven't done it in so long now. Okay, okay. I was just talking about how this game's in my bones, but I think that's it. <laughs> um... And then, uh, did you see the new bison costume? Oh, I did. The costume. Yeah, I you want to put that on the old screen here? Is there a better picture of it? Yeah, I'll do that one instead. Uh, so. That character's name was Astaroth? Mm-hmm. Did anybody know that? Yeah, I knew that. Huh. It's Astaroth. That's the character I want in Soul Calibur. This is the main bad guy from Ghosts and Goblins. So they gave that costume to Bison. I like the idea of the costume. Okay. I think it's a really cool costume. It is. Bison was the stupidest character to give it to. Wait, Why would you not give that to Abigail? Oh. Or Birdie? Because okay. Astroth is obviously a big, thick, wide guy. Okay. And okay. Bison's thinness doesn't work well with that. Ah, How see. could that not have been an Abigail costume? And look at him. He's already giant anyway. Right. Why would you give this costume to Bison and not Abigail? I just think that that was like the biggest mistake. Isn't it more that... Uh, He's like a main bad guy or something? Or Yeah, that's what I would think, right? He's... I, whatever. I mean, he's never... Yeah, I guess that's kind of true, but I don't know. But as far as the size goes, Arthur is just super small, right? He's not... Yeah, I guess that's true, too. So Astroth could be like a regular-sized <laughs> character, but Arthur's just like a half-size. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I the, know. I think the bison costume yeah. looks kind of weird. I, I I don't know. I, I honestly I like it, but I think you're right that it would have been better on an Abigail type. Okay. I'm, I'm but I think it's that. a cool costume. But yeah. that's the latest uh, retro. Game. You know, I've never not even gotten a single one of those costumes. So I all wanted I all of them. I want all of them, but like I just don't have. Time I'm just to buying get... these characters the fight money, dude. That's it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not spending any cash. Because well, remember, anyway. the costume was the fight money stuff anyway. Remember, was the you had to do that, and there was like the three missions. It was all the new stuff that they did for season three. I just hope they all come out at the end for like cash, and then I'll just be like, here, Capcom, mm. just take my money. So all I got for any character is like <laughs> default costume, story costume, color one, color two. Dude, right, <laughs> Kevin? Look at this. Burnout Fighter said Bison needed a Dimitri costume. Uh, that would have been sick, actually. That would have been sick. Also, I think that's a good point from Season 3 Abigail. If Abigail had wings, nobody would be able to see anything. <laughs> he covers enough of the screen. Well, uh, there's no wings on that costume. Yeah, there are wings. Oh, yeah, there are wings. Oh, okay, okay. Well, because the original one didn't have wings. That's weird. That is weird, then. Okay. He didn't have wings? I don't feel yeah, like it he did. Look like, I don't know. Yeah, because even in Ghouls and Ghosts, I don't think he had wings either. Okay. So it's weird. Oh well. Uh, uh, Urian has Donovan. Urian has Donovan. I've yeah. seen people use that. Which doesn't make any sense to me either. Yeah. So Because Donovan is a good character, right? And and he's like, oh, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy, and he's like really stoic and all this other stuff. I don't know. Just they have some okay. weird choices in there, but oh well. I'm with uh, you. Simbi Anakaris, that that would be so cool. Be or even Lord Raptor, to be honest with you. Oh, that would actually, yeah, that because Lord Raptor cool. was actually, actually the original. Makes more sense, he was the original Dalsum character in yeah. in 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 Darkstalkers because he was the same as St. Dalsum, which he had forward and back button. Oh, button really? Okay. With every button, yeah, he was originally the Dalsum, but geez, talk about the most OP Dalsum ever, dude. Well, he doesn't really play like that in Vampire, right? In Vampire Savior? Isn't he like a Red I mean, he character? still has the same ability, but like, 
But I mean, that's the thing. Is like he was a rushdown character always. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he he was designed to. He even has drills and dive kicks right, and stuff right. like that, right? So he was kind of designed to be that okay. way, but they just made him super OP and like really offensive. So. Dawson does have that mummy costume already. Which is one of my favorite yeah, it's costumes. It's very cool. Which is honestly one of my favorite costumes. So. Yeah, and Nicali has John Telbane. Oh, think, does he? I, I think to... not officially. Oh, oh, you're talking about the, the Halloween one. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Halloween one. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Cammy QB? Oh. Mm, that makes sense. That would actually be kind of cool. That would she didn't actually have, Didn't she have that in SF4? No, she never had a QB costume. She's never really had any interesting costumes, to mm. be honest with you. Never been a fan of most of Cammy's costumes. Yeah. I know a lot of people are obsessed with the Cammy as Bison costumes. I don't even like that one that yeah. much. Okay. And the most annoying thing about that costume is that in Street Fighter 4, it started making clinging noises. Whenever she walked anywhere, you hear, and that really annoyed me. So, yeah. Laura as Felicia. I mean. I don't know. Does that it, make sense? It doesn't make I, well, they're both like really happy-go-lucky, happy people, and Felicia's half naked. So I okay. mean, that's like the main reason why that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I guess that it does make sense. Then. That would never get on ESPN, though. I'll just indeed, tell you that much, indeed. So. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Honestly, they just need to make a Darkstalkers pack for the whole game. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, just like, like instead of having Talbain, like they shouldn't have used. Uh, they shouldn't have used, um, I'm sorry, Donovan for Yuri, and they should just save that for a Darkstalkers pack. That would have been sick. Because I would have, like, if they were like, here's a Darkstalkers pack for $150, I'd be like, take my money, Capcom! Wow. You know, like, seriously, dude. I, I seriously You'd be like that. 30% of all the money that they got. Yeah, I know, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Abigail or Birdie as Sasquatch, that makes sense. Abigail, Birdie? Abigail. Oh, or Birdie as Sasquatch. Probably yeah. Abigail as Sasquatch. Well, who would be Victor? Oh, that's I guess a Zangief, better question. Right? Zangief would have to be yeah, Victor. Yeah, Zangief should yeah, probably be Victor. Zangief would be Victor. Um, Allbath. Ooh, who would be Allbath? It would have to be like... Maybe, uh, well, the suggestion was Blanca. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I don't I, They're both from Brazil, right I understand, but like... Allbath is from Brazil? Yeah, he's from Brazil. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't think that would work very well. Yeah, that doesn't so. make much sense to me either. <sighs> okay. Ryu as Bishamon. Wasn't there already a Ryu as Bishamon one? Well, he had the samurai outfit that XSK Samurai use. I guess it's just a regular samurai but outfit. But it's just samurai, okay. but they could just totally turn it so that he has the face and everything like that. Although that's another weird one because Bishamon, I mean, honestly, Akuma would be better as Bishamon. That does make sense, yeah. yeah. Actually, that'd be cool if they did that because then you could put Ryu in the samurai and then you would have the samurai versus Bishamon. Actually, that would be kind of neat. Be cool. That would be kind of neat, so... Sienko Fang, I mean, that that, cool. you'd have to do it. That would be okay. Because they're I'm already, they already, already like that, right? So, I'm with, that doesn't make sense. As long to me. as Fang keeps the boob window, as long as he keeps window. the boob window, yeah. I think you know that would, that would work out really <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, so. that sounds and great. A giant bow in the back, dude. That'd, that'd be awesome. Got to stick around. I'd be, dude. I'd be all for that. <laughs> And they should change the poison balls to all the random Shinko items. That'd be so cool. That it's would just like be a, funny. a big bomb. Or yeah, yeah, a little Akuma awesome. statue. Yeah, like yeah, the Chun Li bracelet and stuff yeah. like that. I think that would actually be funny. That'd though. be awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well. Okay. okay. Minot as BB Hood. Uh, I don't know. Actually, who would be good as a Minot so that they would have an item that they could throw? You know what I mean? That's that's the question right there. Maybe. She, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's not like an exact. Yeah. 
Okay. Anyways. Um. That's that all you that got? That's all I got. That's all I got for me. That's all I got. That's all you got? All right. Uh, anything else that you wanted to say? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we don't... Look, we both saw Infinity War. Yeah. Right? I literally saw it... So our flight was at... To Dominican Republic was at 6 a.m. on Friday morning. Instead of opting for sleep, I chose to go watch it at 11.30 at night. And so I got Crazy. home at like 2 o'clock, 2.30, basically. And then I picked you up like, like half an hour three, later. At 3 o'clock, yeah. And so literally, I saw it right there because I just didn't want to deal with spoilers. I just didn't want to deal with spoilers. Yeah. And so um, I saw it. You saw it this morning. Correct. And so we both seen it, but... I don't want to spoil anything. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. We'll it's wait. not my we'll style. Wait. Maybe next week. Yeah, you know, we'll Give a people bit. a little bit of time to marinate we'll wait on a it. a little bit, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't even want to do a thing where we say like, all right, this is going to be spoilers from now on. Because people come in and out of yeah. streams. And somebody mm. might hop on and we're talking about it. And I just don't want to... Yeah, and they'll anybody. be like, what is going on? You know? Yeah. It's yeah. going to be like really, really mad. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Uh, but I am back on Twitter. I only looked at my... Oh, is that why you were off of Twitter? Was to kind of avoid yeah. spoilers? Ah, that's smart, because there was a lot of them on there. Were there? Well, the problem what with it is, is that spoilers are becoming a joke meme now. So people will show, like, a spoiler without any explanation, and they'll show something that is, like, related to the movie, but you can't tell if you hadn't seen it, you know, and stuff like that's that. That's not funny. And yeah, people just doing that's that not all funny. over the place and stuff like that. So not it was nice. kind of really annoying. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to hear... I don't want to hear if somebody liked it. I don't want to hear somebody tell a joke that ends up not being a spoiler, because in those intervening three seconds, I have this feeling like, this asshole's about to spoil for me. I hate it, I hate right, it, I hate yeah, it, I hate yeah, it. Yeah. And, then, uh, uh, and then I found out it's not a spoiler, but the intervening few seconds have not been nice to me. Right. So uh, I just, uh, come on. Yeah. No, come on, I folks. agree. I agree. Come on. I agree with that. So I, I hate spoilers. And that's why, like, when I saw you, I was like, I saw the movie. It's the last thing I'm going to say about it. And you I did a good I job. Didn't, I didn't say anything to him about the movie you for the rest job, of the dude. weekend. And in fact, one point in time, I don't know if you saw, I was off to the side, like, texting someone for a really long time. Yeah. It's because my brother had just seen the movie oh. and we were talking about it. And I just didn't even want to be anywhere near you so smart. that you could look at my <laughs> screen. So I just walked off. The, I didn't even say that's why I left. I didn't even want to even let you know that I was talking about the movie. So I just walked off the side. I was texting my brother about it. And that's it. So there you go. Nice. Nice there work. I do appreciate it, of mm -hmm, course. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I only looked at my mentions on Twitter for like the last three days. Okay. That's all I, uh, I thought it was just because no internet, you were gone, you know. Oh, man, like, we had internet. We, had, we yeah, were on Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's true. Okay. You know? Fair enough. Fair enough. So. Yeah, <laughs> zero information, and I intend to do just that. So. Exactly. So. You, you don't have anything to worry about from me. I mean, even after I saw it on Twitter, I just came back and said, I saw the movie. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well. Uh, we're going to be in Houston for Texas Showdown. Come out and say what's up if yep. you can. If that'd be cool area, if you live in the area. Sure. Uh, looking forward to hanging out with people who I get to see in, in Texas and yeah. not often in very many other mm -hmm. places. So mm -hmm. that'll be cool. Absolutely. That'll be nice. So. I'm not even going to give you a grade. Negative. I will. No, no information <laughs> on the movie. It, it was a film that X was X out of 10. I give the movie an X out go. of 10. That's all. So uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. Then I'm also really looking forward to not traveling for a long time. Mm, okay. Oh, that's not true. No, because we're going to Cobble Breaker like a few weekends after that, like three weekends after that. And I'm traveling. Is it that very next weekend? Let me see. Um, 
No, I get one weekend off. And then I go to North Carolina for a wedding. Oh, Bentley's, uh, okay, okay. My girlfriend's good friend is getting married. Okay, okay. And then I go to Chicago before Combo Breaker on, I think, Wednesday. Oh, so you're going there early. I'm going there, yeah, to see family and stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I haven't got my flight yet. I need to get that. Dang, that's in a so, few yeah. weeks. Yeah, okay. you should do that. Yeah, okay. so there's a lot of traveling for me in the near future. Again, I really intended not to do that. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, J- June, as far as I know, I'm only going to CEO, and that's only at the very last uh, Tiny Tex weekend. asks who usually wins the casual sets among top-tier Dominican players. I asked Mena that question. He said he said him. Mena's like, I win. Yeah. He says Kaba's usually number two. Okay. So there you go. That makes more sense. Give you a word from the movie, the. There you go. That was definitely sure said, it was said. at some point in time. So Yeah. <sighs> so but in any case yeah nice we will work. be in texas this weekend so lost uh, ark is that an arcade in texas is i've, I've heard the name uh, but is that where that is god the raiders of the lost ark atari 2600 game still stands as one of the most obtuse bizarre weird movies uh, weird games that I've ever played in my life and I beat oh, it oh of course in North Carolina yeah no I've, I've been to Lost Ark oh, a couple times oh in North Carolina oh in, uh, okay, in, okay, in okay. Greensboro North Carolina gotcha gotcha but yeah Razor Lost Ark 2600 game is probably one of the weirdest creepiest games that I've ever played because it just made no sense yeah like it really honestly feels like the people who made it were like on crack Okay. Because, like, some shit just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, there's this, like, this, like, you go to this bizarre market square screen, and there's, there's, there's like, this guy who, if you cross his path, he just kills you and you instantly die. And there's one place, if you mess up, he drops you behind him, and there's, like, nothing you can do. You just have to go and die, and you just start all over again, and you just keep going. Yikes. Dude, the game is so weird. It's so bizarre, dude. Like, it's, I remember me and my brother playing it, and it's just like, it's cool because as you discover things, you're like, whoa, that's cool because it just makes no sense. And you, when you find it, it's like the weirdest thing ever. But Jesus Christ, that game was huh. weird. Uh, I was recently listened to a podcast about the history of Atari. And apparently there was a lot of coke going on. That it was like a, the, yeah, yeah. Like the atmosphere of the company was like people who would party hard and then make, yeah, seriously. And yeah, so, yeah, so they would, yeah, yeah. They'd, Actually, they'd be drinking constantly. They were on cocaine a lot. Yeah, I heard a lot about that, about like the, the the environment for women as well wasn't very strong because, makes sense. you know, they would hire them based on looks. And, oh, for you know, real? Okay. And, you know, do all these things. And, you know, there was like, you know, uh, standard, I, I, standard. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And I, I also read that uh, for some of the projects, they found out that they were doing it super late. And so they just had to like, in just like the next day, all right, let's put together what the game's going to be. All right, start coding it. Dude, if you've played E.T. Yeah, that was one of the ones that was mm-hmm. was discussed that, yeah. All you have to know about E.T. is that you fell in the pits a lot yeah. and you had health. And every time you try to get out of the pit, it took some health. If you ever fell into a pit with not enough health, that was the end. Yeah. You quit. That yeah. was it. There's nothing you could do. That was a weird one. That was oh, a weird one. man, those some weird games back then. Yeah. Uh, all righty, anything else to uh, talk about here? What do we got? No, I think all we're right. good. Let's skedaddle. Good, so. All right. Thanks, Thanks a lot for hanging out, y'alls. Yep, and uh, hopefully, I'll, I mean, at least we're not flying out until Friday or Thursday. 
We're leaving on Friday. Okay, I'll try to stream a little bit on Wednesday and Thursday then, so. Okay, thanks guys for hanging out. We will talk to you guys later. Peace out. Have a good night. Code Kane. That's a fun one. Co what's that? Well, if you're coding and coking, then it's Code Kane. Code Kane. Interesting. Okay. That's what that's the technical term for it, I believe. Is it really? No. Oh. <laughs> so you know more than I do, okay? About the world. So well, you know plenty about games. And coding in particular. <laughs> yeah, but I've never heard about Code Kane. <laughs> uh. Ugh. <sighs>